Hi guys, this is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio all over the hockey universe No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you come in men enough for all of us. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 44 of Let's Go Blues Radio. We are uh, the often imitated, never duplicated, original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. We're broadcasting live on Thursday, December 19th, 2019. This is franchise episode number 230 all-time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder. And for your listening pleasure, we'll be with you for the next little while talking to Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues Hockey to interact with the show on social media. Follow the show on Twitter, uh, at LGB Radio. My handle is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, like us on the Facebook, and you can check out our YouTube channel where you can watch past episodes. Um, and don't forget to like and subscribe so you get notifications when uh, we go live each week. The website is letsgoblues.com where you can listen and watch past episodes there as well. You can browse the fan discussion forum as well as get some uh, cool St. Louis Blues themed t-shirts, mugs, and stickers that uh, help support the show. For those of you watching live on the show right now on YouTube, feel free to comment in the live chat on, uh, on your right. Uh, my left, and if you uh, enjoy the show, we ask if you wouldn't mind leaving us a shiny, happy review on iTunes. So once again, we are all in the same studio. We are. And this is exciting. Bill looks great as usual. That's the second time I told him that tonight, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first one off air was weird. This one's just for fun, but yeah, the first one was weird. Great. For, first one's personal. First one was a little more serious. Right. Like this is actually happening. You right looked now. into his eyes <laughs> when you did it and everything. It was. Kind of weird. I, I kind of I heard some Sarah McLaughlin in my head in the background. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, this is so comfortable. <laughs> Bill, we we got there's a lot of alcohol on the table right now. Bill brought uh, absence of light. Uh, what is it? The uh, um, single origin. Yeah, single origin. Uh, four hands. A bit later, it, it's yeah. got to cool down. It's got to. It's frozen right now. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's gotta, it's gotta go the opposite way. It's gotta warm up. Yeah. So. And Jeff brought the Wayne Gretzky whiskey. Yes, I did. Uh, Wayne Gretzky whiskey. Uh, what, what camera am I looking at right now? Let's go with this one. Camera, th- um, camera three. Camera three. Camera three tonight. <laughs> sounds, um, sounds so stupid. But... Yeah. You know, it, I really am glad we don't have a guest tonight, Kurt, because that guest would probably think we're alcoholics. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if she'd be wrong, but uh, we, 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 as, as you mentioned, we do have a guest this week. What we do? What an intro. Well, is who that? is it? Segway. Uh, our special guest this week is Erica Weston, uh, who has been a uh, St. Louis Blues and Bro- uh, Cardinals host and on-camera reporter for uh, Fox Sports Midwest since 2018. Uh, Erica, thank you so much for joining us tonight on uh, Let's Go Blues Radio. 
Thank you for having me and no judgment on the uh, beer. Whatever gets you through the day, guys. Awesome. <laughs> through the day, she says. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna bleed in tomorrow. Well, um, so she's on she's on Pacific time. Yeah, Pacific time, right? Uh, and, and Kurt, when you introduced Erica, you forgot the most important part of what she does. She introduces Let's Go Blues Radio every she week. She does. <laughs> she does. Which which That's is smack dab right at the top of her resume. Yeah, it, it shoots us right to the top of all the other podcasts. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so Erica. Um, Let's roll back the clock a little bit here, and, and, and feel free to correct me on any of this information if it's, if it's incorrect. Okay. Uh, before you got into broadcasting, uh, from 05 to 08, you mm-hmm. were a uh, Denver Broncos cheerleader. Fact. And Okay. And from 08 to 11, you were an L.A. Lakers uh, dancer. Fact. Okay. And is, the, is, the, is, that, is that the proper uh, nomenclature now, uh, L.A. Lakers dancer, or is it L.A. Uh, Laker girl? Is it Laker girl? Laker girl is still uh, okay. That's uh, still, still PC. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally fine. Okay. It's it's less words L- to type L- too. LG for short, which is the the cool lingo that folks in Los Angeles okay. call them. You know what I'm yeah. Yeah. And that's, you're not, there you are. You know wrong. that we've all learned something. New. <laughs> so how'd you get into that? Let me ask that question because um you know you're from Tucson as as everybody here in St. Louis knows. Um, <laughs> so how, how did you get into being a Laker girl, um, after, uh, after college? Well, I'm not from Tucson. I came to St. Louis from Tucson. That's so a, I, what a, what a yeah. fool. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I've lived in a lot of places. So sometimes I confuse myself as well. No, I, I grew up in, in Denver. I was born in California, but I guess you could say my formative years were in the suburbs of Denver. So, uh, I grew up dancing since I was two years old. I was a ballerina as long as I can remember. Um, that took me through grade school, through high school competitively, uh, studios. I was doing national competitions. It, dance was my life basically every day, all day after school. Homework was a second thought. I just was dancing all day, every day. Um, so when I went to college, that was kind of all that I knew. And the next step is to either you move to Los Angeles and you try to do the tour route, right? Like either tour with uh, Janet Jackson or now there's Taylor Swift, Britney Spears at the time, or you could try out for a professional sports team. And I was still living in Colorado. I was in, in school in Colorado and I wanted to move back to California eventually. But, um, I was actually going to transfer to either KU or Tennessee because they have really great dance programs and that they're nationally recognized. And my dad saw an ad in the paper, uh, hey, why don't you audition for the Denver Broncos cheerleaders? And I was like, okay, well, let's let's see what happens. I didn't, I didn't know much about professional sports dance teams. I, it was not something on my radar outside of being a Laker girl. That was something I, I remember Paula Abdul from a very young age. So those were kind of things on your vision board when you get older, you know, you want to check those off of your list. So I, I showed up to the auditions in Denver, um, made the team, I was there for three seasons, uh, eventually decided, hey, now is the time to move to Southern California, finish college, and audition for Laker Girls six months after I moved to L.A. And in L.A. is essentially when I got my feet wet in the world of sports journalism. So it was not planned. Uh, I was not one of those people at three years old that said, you know, I want to be a, a lawyer, a doctor. Or I want to sit at the desk and be a news person. You know, that was that was not me. All I knew was was dance. So that is essentially what led me here. So uh, in 2010, the Lakers won the NBA championship. So you were there they for that. Did. And do Laker girls get rings? 
(laughs) (laughs) So funny story is that when Shaq was with the Lakers, uh, Back in the early 2000s, they he offered to buy the Laker girls their rings, wow. and for whatever reason, they declined. I was not I was not part of the team at that point. They declined, um, but they did extend an offer to purchase them at a significant discount. So I was actually there for for two championships with the Lakers. Um, so I ha- I do have two rings. They get, did give me an option to purchase them at a significant discount. So you know they're they're keepsakes. They're in a safe spot. A safe spot. Um, I don't really ever wear them outside of special occasions. They're very gaudy. They're very heavy. Uh, but I do have them, and they're very special to me. So yes, we, so some of ask, us do have them. Let me ask then. Um, so you know, kind of jumping ahead here in your career. This guy's showing off his blues ring right here. I haven't seen it yet. It's a, to, yeah, it's a replica. I'm going to have to hold that and maybe it's put a, it in my pocket for a little while, if that's okay. Hope a, you forget about it. A, yeah, the $25 replica you want to hold in your pocket? You know, threaten me with stealing one. Yeah. <laughs> you better go get another one. Um, so did, did you get a, a ring for the Blues uh, championship this past year? I I unfortunately did not. I was able to purchase a, a different version of it. Um, it, it didn't have uh, any of the real gemstones in it. And while I was very grateful for the opportunity to purchase one, it was not one of the fan ones. It was an offer extended to uh, those that were staff and that worked amongst the team. Um, I decided not not to purchase it. I had a lot more memories being involved in the actual telecasts and being at the parade and the games. So I, I figured that, you know, this this time I wasn't going to purchase one. I I have plenty of memories in the bank. I think I've seen that version. Was it, maybe it was the same kind or same style that uh, Jeremy Boyer, the organist, uh, got. He posted a picture of his. Maybe the same kind of thing. Ex- exactly. It looks almost identical. Uh, it's just you know not loaded. But- right. A gajillion diamonds. It just turns your finger green. <laughs> right, right. <yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> which, which is probably you could probably actually wear it. I mean, more often, right? It's not as huge and gaudy. Yeah. Probably. It's not as yeah. gaudy, I guess, is the the term some people would use. Hmm. I, uh, again, Erica, very very grateful for them to extend the offer. I will I will say that. That's that is nice. So I, I want to go ahead and give a, a shout out to some of our our YouTube chat here. Um, we have a very active chat lately, especially. And uh, a couple of them have uh, sent some comments to you. Jimmy Anderson says, happy holidays, Erica and my dudes. So uh, happy holidays, Solis. Thanks, buddy. Happy Appreciate holidays. it. He says, uh, Todd Kuhlman says, happy holidays from southern New Mexico. And Jimmy Anderson asked, and, and very odd question, did Erica ever meet Chris Duncan? I did not, no. Okay. I don't know. That's a no. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's a weird question, Jimmy. You want Maybe, to explain well, yourself there? The, I, mean, Jimmy, I mean, Chris Duncan was broadcasting in St. Louis was, on the yeah. radio. So a I mean, good you know. dude. People here love him. I, uh, oh, oh. I, I've met Shelly, but I've not met, met Chris. Okay. okay. Maybe, I mean, you know, all, all the broadcasters know each other. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's all like a, it's a big club. Um, so, I mean, so if you go back in, in time and tell your three-year-old self that, that when you were dancing that you would be dancing on TV as part of the what the most famous uh, sports dance team in the world, is it, that's fair to say, right? Are the Laker girls? Oh, I'd say the so. most famous? For sure. That, I mean, would you include cheerleaders in that? Because Cowboys would have to be up yeah, there. Yeah, okay. I would say people yeah. would say Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders or the Laker girls probably. You're right. That, yeah, the top two. Go. Top two. We're splitting I have a I have a, a memory book from when I graduated high school and – written in it was you know where do you see yourself in 10 years and it it wasn't quite 10 years but it was living in los angeles and dancing for the laker girls so it was kind of fun to see that come to fruition i you know i guess it was cool to kind of check that one off of off of the list for sure 
so it, it probably helps to be a big sports fan to be in this business. Uh, and you're, you are a sports fan, correct? <laughs> uh, yes, I, yeah. I am in fact a sports fan. Yes, yes. yes. So it'd be um, difficult if you weren't, I'd imagine. See, we ask the hard-hitting questions here at Let's Go Blues Radio. <laughs> so, oh, what a, what a drag the job must be if you're not a sports fan. What, 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 so where do your uh, sports allegiances lie uh, growing up, and have they changed at all? So my, my, early, my earliest memories were uh, I was living in the suburbs outside of Sacramento, so I would go to Kings games all the time. Uh, with Gary St. James as a coach and sitting down there as a young child and hearing all the profanity of him screaming. So those are my earliest memories. But my dad and my brother are avid golfers. My brother golfed professionally in Arizona for a little bit. So I was more of, you know, I followed golf peripherally, but my, obviously my allegiances lie with the Lakers. That has been my team since I can remember cheering for sports, essentially, as a fan. Uh, but the second you move to Denver, you drink the blue and orange Kool-Aid and you are in automatically bleeding blue and orange. You're, it, that town is just all about Denver Broncos, everything. As far as my baseball team allegiances go, I'm going to keep my lips sealed in this town. Um, Uh-oh. I, I'm very... <laughs> it's, the, it's the Royals. Have, no, it's the Dodgers. It's, it's got to be the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say, I will say, my my mother grew up in uh, Los Angeles, and her dad was in the in the school systems there, teaching as a principal as well. Um, so their allegiances are certainly with Los Angeles. But I've got a lot of different various baseball fans in my family. Hey, can you just repeat one phrase for me? Uh, Clayton Kershaw is overrated. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say it. I feel bad for the guy. I, he's, a genera- he's a generational talent. I know people are going to say, how can you feel bad for a guy that's making millions and millions of dollars? But truly, I feel, ba- I feel badly for him. But I don't think anyone's going to fault neither you. Neither here nor there. No one's going to fault you for being a Dodgers fan. I think if you said you were a Cubs fan, that's where you would get in some trouble. Yeah. I'm I'm not a Cubs fan. I will say I did not. I there was a different team on the East Coast that I grew up watching, thanks to my father. But I will say this: the Cardinals hold a special place in my heart because my grandma on my dad's side grew up here. She met my grandpa here, and wow. she passed. She passed just before um, the Cardinals won their last World Series. So when she passed, my dad had gotten uh, a jersey, and it was it was a it was a special moment, uh, kind of for the family when they had won their last World Series. So that's my little St. Louis. Cardinals ties. Yeah, so you got some St. Louis ties. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> no, that's cool though. That's good. It's something. Yeah. It's something. You take what you can get. So we, we talk about exactly. we talk about sports with you and you know, obviously you mentioned your baseball and, and basketball, allegiances, football. Um for you, and I know you said you go to Kings games, but has hockey always been on your radar? Or when you got this job and was, hey, you're gonna be reporting on hockey, was that just like a crazy like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? What was that like for you? <laughs> A panic. I have to learn hockey. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> they use a stick. No. I know. What is this? It's on ice. I don't understand. No, no, no. Um, I, again, I, I wasn't growing up in towns where, where hockey was the main draw. Obviously, I was in Denver when the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup championship in 2000, 2001 season. And again, the focus in that town is more on football. But I didn't get the job here not knowing anything about hockey. So I, in Tucson, the coyotes launched their american hockey league affiliate the year that i got there so i got two seasons of ahl hockey under my belt covering it consistently Mm -hmm. yes the roadrunners on the weekends going to their games um when they went to the playoffs as well they had a great run the season before i came here oddly enough mike van ryan who's now one of the assistant coaches with the blues was also with the roadrunners he was the head coach the same time i was there so we've now both landed 
in St. Louis. So it's very different when you're covering it. Um, I was a I was a sports anchor and reporter for the ABC affiliate. So the coverage is a little bit different. You're there before or after or on practice days. You're not part of the telecast. You're not quite as involved as, as I am now with Fox Sports Midwest. And um, I know you guys are no are uh, full well of, of Pat Paris. He used to be here with Midwest and we were coworkers in in Tucson and, and I had picked his brain about uh, coming here and taking this job and I had expressed to him that baseball was my strong suit. I'm not foreign to hockey, but they are like golf fans. They'll know when you're faking it, right? So you need to know your stuff when it comes to your hockey knowledge. <laughs> They'll know. Um, and he said, you know, don't worry about it. You know it when you're, when you're in it. So that gave me confidence and he's absolutely right. When you're in it and around it every day and you're you're talking with incredible people like Bernie Federico and your coworkers and Darren Pang, John Kelly, that are just uh, dictionaries, encyclopedias of, of a breadth of hockey knowledge, it makes my job very easy to catch on very quickly. Well, and I, I can speak from experience. I mean, back in the day, and, and anyone who listens to the show knows I love to brag about this. I used to be in, in the media. What? Yeah, I know, right? What? Weird. And <laughs> uh, and just just meeting Darren Pang and, and Federico and, and Kelly and Kerber and all those guys, they are not only guys who are willing to sit and talk hockey with you, they are willing to give you any insight you need to learn the game. I've seen them do it firsthand with interns, uh, with the Blues and other things. So, um, I'm sure stepping into the, the, the culture that is the Blues media team, I'm sure was, uh, was a very refreshing thing for you in your career. And, and Chris Kerber, thank you for mentioning him. I didn't mean to leave him out. No, certainly the, I think what they're most interested in is your desire to learn. So when you're actively asking them questions, they told me from the beginning, there isn't a dumb question. If you have any questions, we're here to help you. This is a team broadcast. So they've been nothing but welcoming and, and helping me grow uh, in my second season with the Blues. That makes sense because the the better that everybody is on the broadcast, the entire broadcast gets lifted up by that. That's that makes a lot of sense. I mean, and they and you know, I don't mean to pump your tires here, Erica, but we we talk about all the time how great the Blues broadcast team is. So uh, you adding to that and and you feeling kind of welcomed, I guess, is uh, probably you know just made it so much easier for you to step in and and fill Pat Paris's shoes, which is funny because you're stealing our questions, by the way. Yeah, we've got Did you know that <laughs> we're, we're crossing these off. As, yeah, yeah. We, we, we have a bunch of Pat Paris questions for you. Yeah, so, we, we had so like, thanks for that. We had like 30 minutes of Pat Paris questions. <laughs> it was and they're all gone. Pat Paris. They're gone. I don't I don't think I have 30 minutes of Pat Paris answers, but surely, surely you can you can ask away. <laughs> I don't think Pat Paris has 30 minutes of Pat Paris answers. I'm kidding. We love you, Pat. We know you're listening, Pat. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so uh, uh, how much when you how much prep work do you do uh, before each broadcast? Uh, like, what time would you arrive in the studio or at the rink before a game? It depend. It depends on if I'm uh, at the desk or if I am reporting that day. Uh, technically, for me, it starts the night before. We do get um, we do get stats sent to us. We have uh, a gentleman from. Um, Canada sends us stats along. He does it with various other teams as well. So you get a skeleton outline of what you're looking for the night before the game starts. Um, I like to read all of the articles locally, nationally, heading into that game so that I'm not missing any storylines. But if there's a if, a if it's a reporting day for me for a home game, I get there in the morning at about 10.15 to the Enterprise Center. Um, after they have their practice optional or not, whatever it may be, 
we go into the locker room, get our sound for the pregame show. It includes a conversation with producers to making sure we're on the same page, um, including a conversation with directors and producers and John Kelly and Darren Pang about what we're going to be talking about during the telecast and not just the pregame show. Um, I'm there till about 12.30, 1 o'clock. I leave, go home, change, fix my hair and makeup, get some lunch and head back. And I'm there usually about uh, 4.30, 5 o'clock. We're on the air generally at 6.30, and then you're there till 10, 10.30 at night. So game days can usually stretch almost 12 hours. They're long, they're long days. Um, uh, but the good news is, is that it's not baseball season, so you have a day generally in between to breathe and to, to absorb what happened in the last game. If there's a practice that needs to be, you need to go to. Um, but it's, it's not – it's not uh, a prep work that starts on one day. It's you're constantly, it's just, it, it's ever, ever evolving as the season is going on because you're constantly reading and taking in information. We get stat reports after every game. We get various lists of emails. I mean, I get three to four stats, sets of stats sent to me uh, before each game starts. So it's constant. The prep is constant. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. We, we sat down with uh, uh, Bernie Federico after his, uh, uh, the, Book signing. A book signing yeah. at uh, Kirkwood uh, Brew, uh, uh, Station. Kirkwood Station. Now they're closed. Yeah, yeah, now they're, yeah. Closed. yeah they're gone. That sucks. Yeah, but he he uh, he had a story about how uh, Andy Murray would uh, slip. <laughs> what did he slip under the under the uh, uh, the broadcasters' book doors? Book reports for uh, the broadcast team for the broadcast. Uh, yeah, the broadcasters <laughs> and the and whatnot. So. Uh, and Furco made a comment about how everyone hated that so much, <laughs> and they would like they wait at the door before they when they knew he was coming around, and they put something on the bottom of the door so he couldn't slide him under the door. Yeah, like a towel, right? Yeah, you said yeah, you put a towel, towel on the bottom yeah. of the door. The, and it was uh, yeah, that was probably the, what the the uh, two thousand and eight uh, or so, two thousand nine. He was coach, right? Okay. Yeah, so that was that was a while back. But still, that's kind of Good funny. Stuff. So uh, uh, at, at least there's not that now for you guys. I don't think. I hope not. No. <laughs> no, probably not. No, 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 no. We've got a couple uh, comments here. Jimmy Anderson did explain himself. He said, Chris Duncan lived in Tucson. Uh, ha ha, uh, yes. my bad fellas. Okay, so okay. That's, yes, that's why I mentioned yes. that. I, I understand. I, I figured that was his connection. That is where I met his brother, Shelly. Uh, he was a, a, a junior's camp coach in Tucson, which is where I met Shelly. So I, I figured that was where the question was coming from. Uh, Austin Lynch adds he's going to leave early tonight because he has three finals tomorrow, so good luck, Austin. Uh, <laughs> gotta love that. Thank you for the, <laughs> the background, Austin. Uh, Jimmy Anderson says, go Broncos. So you got a fellow Broncos fan there. Uh, and then uh, we got Erica. Did you say Sacramento suburb, uh, Roseville, maybe? Uh, I didn't live in Roseville. I frequented the mall there. I actually lived in Folsom. Okay. Well, there you go. So it's close by. I'm assuming you guys don't know the two. (laughs) Uh, Michael Schultz says he had a high school friend who was a Laker girl, and I'm curious if they were on the team at the same time. You did not give me a name, so Michael, why don't you go ahead and do that? (laughs) (laughs) Give me a first name. Yeah, just give me a first name. First first initial. We can figure it out from there. while while he's while he's it was researching Paul Abdul, it's Paul Abdul, yeah, P A P A for sure. Opposites attract, you know. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, are there um, differences in your responsibilities for covering the uh, Cardinals and Blues, and and which of the two do you prefer? It's I wouldn't say it's it's different responsibilities. It's just a little bit different um, format as far as the telecast goes with hockey, as you guys know, it's very quick, 
quick paced. It's fast. There's not a lot of downtime in baseball. You've got forever to kill. So there's often plenty of time for us to tell stories, to have a little bit more airtime for reporters to get in there and share some information that may have happened before the game or injury updates, what have you. Um, for, for Blues, my responsibilities, um, yes, it is to cover the hockey game, but a lot of times we like to bring those human interest pieces. I am, we are essentially the liaison between the fans and the players and the team. So I, I really enjoy doing those, but I, I can't say, you know, which one is my favorite. They're, they're both incredible. You know, they're both great opportunities. Each has, has their things that are incredible to be a part of, um, each has its drawbacks that's the same with with any job but no I, I don't have a favorite telecast or a favorite i guess sport to work on uh you've interacted with uh basketball football baseball hockey players um hockey players tend to have a reputation of being uh the nicest or the most down-to-earth athletes um would you agree with that assessment or what's your experience been or how would you what's your, what's your favorite athlete to deal with uh, sports wise I would agree with that assessment 100% that it, that hockey players are, are Better than incredibly, racquetball players. you know, I, I was just having, I wouldn't know. I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day about how, how very different it is uh, interacting with, with baseball players because it is every day you're in their face every single day. And, and while it is very frequent for hockey players as well, you know, it's just a different, it's a different mindset or different mentality. And, and I'm so grateful to everybody with the blues that are so welcoming and it's always, every request is met with, yeah, whatever you need, you know, just the other day, yesterday, uh, we missed Robert Thomas in the locker room and he waited after chief was speaking to the media to give us two minutes of his time so we could talk to him for the pregame show. You know, it's always very accommodating. Yeah, whatever you need. No, it's fine. It's not a big deal. So um, they, they make my job very easy and they're very kind and professional. So I would agree with that assessment that it is in fact hockey players. Well, you're talking to three hockey players right here. So I hope we've go. been just as nice as the blues players have been. <laughs> I would Judgment, think we... the jury is, jury is still out, but you guys are pretty good so far. <laughs> All right, so far, so far. So she's still getting an impression of us. Let's what, keep it going, guys. Once Jeff, leave, Jeff leaves, you can <laughs> tell me, us. I'll you leave can tell the room and then, yeah, exactly. there you go. That's a good call. Uh, have you have you had any uh, weird or funny run-ins with uh, blues players? Interesting stories uh, that uh, you'd like to share? Um, nothing, nothing weird or or I don't know. I think the probably the one that that stands out most to me was was in the summer when uh, the Blues had advanced to the Stanley Cup final, and the next day I was working the Cardinals telecast. And it was a doubleheader day. It was a, uh, a makeup of the with the Royals, so they were playing two day two games that day. It was a long day, and a lot of the Blues players had come to the game, the first game in the afternoon, and you know had had been enjoying themselves. And they swung by the studio at Ballpark Village and and came on to the set. And and I was hosting with Jim Edmonds, and we hey come come on you know come join us. We're, we're about to finish the show, which was a, a, you know, a terrible idea because they had been sitting in the sun and indulging in adult beverages since the night before. Uh, but we had a certain player on the set and I'm sure you can find it on the internet. I don't think anybody really, it was not like, you know, a dead spin worthy clip, but it was funny to all of us because you tee him up on a question. The telecast is ending. I've got my producer in my ear saying three, 
too. Like we're going off the air and he is still just in his <laughs> world talking, just completely going. It was hilarious to all of us. I don't think any of the viewers would have known what was going wrong, but we were off the air and he was still talking. <laughs> so we had no idea, but it, that was probably the only one. They were uh, having a good time and, and deservedly so. <laughs> Did this, was this guy wearing jersey number seven by chance? <laughs> Um, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it might have been that. <laughs> uh, that's really funny. Um, so I, uh, when I was in the media, um, <laughs> there's, there's a certain fellow that you work with that used to say some pretty weird stuff to me. It's maybe because we were both hockey players. And so okay. we, you know, we're both pretty weird guys. What's the weirdest thing Andy Strickland has ever said to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy Strickland is a funny guy. Andrew, as we call him by his full name. Yeah. Um, oh, he puts he him in his place a little bit. Yeah, it does. He, Andrew, sit down. He, and he'll, yeah, he'll walk in. Andrew. But no, he said something the other day, and I don't remember. We were at the Enterprise Center. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but he was it was a, a stat of some sort and he was so convicted that he was he was so just thought he was dead set he thought he was right and he finished whatever he was saying and he goes i'm 100 percent right but you gotta check but you gotta check me on it <laughs> and we were like Did, you just said you're 100 percent right but now we have to check you on it yeah. was, and now we kind of we give him a hard time for it but uh i don't know he's a funny character he makes me laugh <laughs> yeah, that's funny. He uh, that that sounds like him. But I remember a couple times he said, "Just go ahead and Google it." Okay, Andy, give it a I'll go. Google it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> give, give it a go. Yep. <laughs> in the uh, in the Cup Finals last season, were you able to attend any of the games in Boston? I or didn't wait, go to any games? of the game. I didn't go to any of the games in Boston. Um, I had switched over to to baseball half of the time, so when they were traveling. Uh, I was actually in Manhattan. I was supposed to be doing the the Mets series when they were in Boston for Game 7. I watched it, but they ended up flying me back the next day and had somebody else finish the rest of the Mets series so I could cover the parade. I did go to Game 5 in San Jose nice. um, uh-huh. in, a, in a working capacity. So I was there with Fox. Uh, but that was the only road game for the playoffs that I went to. That was the uh, the game that Eric Carlson looked like he belonged on a walker, right? <laughs> yes, correct, correct, absolutely. Like I think minutes. I think he played seven minutes and looked yeah. like he probably should have been playing about three seconds. Well, uh, we uh, you said that uh, your brother was a professional golfer, or is is what? was mm-hmm. was okay was uh, was was, and uh, you were a golfer, or you you won a longest drive competition when you were seven years old. Is that right? <laughs> Where did you find that deep on the dark interwebs? <laughs> we, we have people. We, 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 we know people. You have, you have researchers for this show. Clearly. Yeah, we do. Paid interns. Um, uh, They're sitting right I over did. there. I, I actually, that is, that is true. I was seven years old, and I won a long drive contest, and I don't know how or why that happened, but that's my claim to golf fame. And I guess with your dad and brother being golfers, you got to keep up somehow. So... I, I don't really I don't golf as much as my brother does. Um, he's he's out of that business now. He's a financial advisor in Washington D.C. now, so I think he made the right move. But he just takes his coworkers' money on the weekends now, uh, it, on the on the golf course. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I will play you know maybe once or twice a year. It's it's kind of 
I'll, I'll play nine holes and that's had enough. It's time for okay. me to go do something else. But you know what you're doing. That's about. I I I used to play all the time. I don't. It's about as much as I play now. But once a year, tops. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, my my father-in-law is crazy about wanting to go golfing with me, and I'm just like, you play like three times a week. Yeah. I don't. You don't want to go with me. Plus, I'm left-handed. That's why he wants to go with you, though. Yeah, that's right. Show you love. <laughs> Good call. Good call. <laughs> Uh, so what's next for Erica Weston? Do you see yourself moving into a, into an anchor role uh, like Mr. Pat Paris, or you know what what, what do you what do you see yourself as? Well, uh, Pat like, moved back to Pat moved back to Tucson, and he's he's anchoring the news. I don't see myself doing news. That's not my cup of tea. Um, I honestly I don't know. This is truly a dream job to be covering multiple sports in a rabid sports city. It truly is. And, you know, St. Louis is, is, is a new, new city for me. So I'm still finding my way around. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm very much a, a type A and the Capricorn in which I like to do, I want to do more constantly. So I, I crave more responsibility as far as these telecasts go. So I know there are a lot of us that contribute to the broadcast someday, you know, if, if I'm the, the one sole main person for for a regional sports network for a team that's certainly up there i think i think the pipe dream though is 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 mlb slash nhl network uh in new jersey because be awesome. they are both they're in the same building the same place essentially same you know company but um that's probably the top of my list certainly mlb advanced media see we know stuff here that's true <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, Eric, I'll say that uh, you mentioned it's a dream job, and and again, I'll I'll say that um, you know I, talking to the people that I've talked to, you now and and Andy Strickland and a couple other people, the different paths people have taken and and the way they got there, and and to call it a dream job to 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 reach the pinnacle at least for you, um, that's a really awesome thing to hear. So it's 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 very cool to me to to hear that um, you're basically in a place you want to be. So and we're happy to have you in St. Louis. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Like I said, it's a it's a dream to get a job when you're in a city that loves uh, absorbing the work that you're doing as far as the content with surrounding the team. You know, we're we're the middleman between the fans and, and, and the players and the team and the ones that don't necessarily get to go to, to games or will ever interact with said players. So um, it's it's a lot of I will say it's a lot of hard work. It did not I did not blink and find myself on Fox Sports Midwest here in St. Louis. Um, it's a lot of work. So it 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 didn't take me. You know it wasn't a blink of an eye that I got here. So I will say that it is a lot of hard work. <laughs> no, that's that's, that's what that's what we appreciate about you. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've seen it. We've seen guys or people come and go, and yeah, I mean we're hope we hope you're here to stay. So. Uh, Bye-bye, Pat Paris. Hello, Erica Weston. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm going to uh, tell him you said that. <laughs> no, please do. Please do. And also, how often do people uh, come up to you when you're out and say, are, are you the person that introduces Let's Go Blues Radio? <laughs> that, that's, that's tremendous. I will say it's funny. When I, when I watched it on the introduction before we, we uh, went on here, it's funny. I don't watch myself on TV. It's just, it's a, it's weird to me. So yeah. We were laughing. We'll admit when that clip came up, we all looked at each other and started laughing. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. She's got to watch this. Uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> we're going to force yeah. her to watch it. Uh, you can find Erica on uh, Twitter at Erica L Weston. 
and Instagram, erica.weston. And, of course, on Fox Sports Midwest. Uh, any of the other uh, social medias there you want to uh, let people know where they can find you there? Or any other work you're doing that yeah. you want to promote, anything like that? Pimp myself out, my social media. No, um, I do have a professional Facebook page. I don't really use it, though. I am... I use Twitter to disseminate news, really, but you can find more behind the scenes. I'm more active on Instagram, so if you want to shoot me a message over there, that's where I will be. Well, thank you for joining the show, Erica, and good luck during the broadcast on Saturday in San Jose. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. And I'll tell you that uh, we do some long-form interviews on this show every now and then, so you are going to be asked to come back. So <laughs> just warning you now. <laughs> I, I think... I'll have my people call your people, but I think we can make that happen. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you very much, Erica. It was a pleasure talking with thank, you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. We have people. We have people, we have people. apparently. <laughs> we have people. Yeah, your How's daughter's it? always going to get a call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Todd Coolman says, great interview, Erica. We agree. Yeah. Um, she's probably not used to being on the other side of it. So yeah, not so much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, she she was awesome. Loved yeah. having her. Yeah. So yeah. with the switch back to the different, the, the three cameras instead of four, you might, you might want to adjust yourselves there. Uh, uh, I don't, yeah. I, don't yeah. I, I adjust a bill. Let me, let me hear it. I never look at myself I'm anyway. I'm a little off. I'm sure. I know everybody wants to see my beautiful face. So yeah, I, I, I got it. I got it. I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. I look good. Hey, hey, how you doing there, YouTube? Oh. Yo, go get me a beer. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah official beer is episode number 230. Uh, we're on beer number two at this point. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so, Kurt, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, uh, yeah I got, um, well, I've got the uh, Absence of uh, Light, the peanut butter chocolate milk oh, stout. Yeah. One of the ones that Bill brought over a number of weeks ago, uh, which, uh, so we got a couple left of those. Pairings that include uh, chocolate cake, which I do not have any of that right now. What kind of that, a man doesn't have chocolate cake on a Thursday night? I have brownies, Ooh. which is pert near the same. It is exactly the same thing. It's just it's fudgier cake, really, right? Hey, Google Broadcast. No, no. Do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> she should be in bed. <laughs> I don't know if anyone heard that, but she's listening. <laughs> Stop. I was going to say, yeah, do not broadcast, Google. <laughs> Cancel, Google. <laughs> Bill. Way Bill, to go, Bill. Bill's screwing up my house. Dick. Okay. Now. Uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst show ever. Oh, my God. Now she's going to come downstairs. What did you say? Or she's going to broadcast back. What? Get us brownies. Yeah. <laughs> Get Ponder a beer. <laughs> um, I hope Erica's still not watching. <laughs> So we save the stupid stuff for after the guest leaves. That's yes. right. Conduct ourselves semi-professionally. Yeah. All right. So how's your beer there? It's Bert? good. It's good. From Four Hands, uh, one of my favorite beeries uh, in uh, the area. It's got to be your most common beer on the show. It's it is. like Founders it's, Breakfast. Yeah, mine. it's it's my it's my good, especially this time of year. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's a good especially. one. Especially. Yeah. So yeah. I, had, uh, I had somebody tell me about my hockey team that, they had never had it, but we talk it up so much they decided to go out and get it, and they love it. It's it's fantastic. So yeah, so we're we're uh, so four hands. Yeah. If you'd like to sponsor, let's go blues radio or just email give us at radio. Beer. Let's go blues dot com. Yes. Yeah, you you know you can just pay us in beer. I'd be fine that's, with that. That's true. Just yeah, we'll, you just we'll, we'll talk about your, your your brewery and and you just give us vouchers. We'll do that anyway. Why would they give us anything? Well, we could do it less. 
once and once we know we that <laughs> once we know that they've heard us request it, if they don't give us vouchers, this is, sounds like blackmail. <laughs> yeah, say, this is blackmail, <laughs> right? Uh, which, this is not peached? the road I want to go down. Speaking of foreheads. Ah, yes. Bill has the... Beer number two tonight yes. is uh, the Forehands Single Origin um, Sump Coffee Vanilla Bean Cacao and Blueberry. It is uh, an imperial stout with uh, all those ingredients. I want to. You 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 asked me before the show if I'd had that, and you said I you said I thought you did, and I I, I think I did. Yeah, I think I, I had. It. Yes. They they tapped it a, yeah. about a month ago, and I think you were there. Yes. I, I don't I, think I, you I, think you were there because you were pretty drunk. I I believe I was there. <laughs> did you rip this off the wall that your camera here? It's got like yeah. it's got plaster yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw at my place in Kirkwood that I used to live. I had that mounted on the wall. <laughs> And so when I took it down, I'm like, "Ooh, this isn't gonna be good." Yeah, it was, it, I'm talking so it about Ponder. Ponder brought his camera, and so we could have a third camera set up since we're all in the same room. And uh, it, on the, I'm looking at the back of his camera here, and it's got uh, it's drywall bad. stuck to it. Yeah, I couldn't get it off. <laughs> I used that like gorilla tape or whatever, yes. and I just could not get it off. That strongest stuff on earth. Mm-hmm. It really or is. Or so they say. It's pretty strong. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Jeff, my beer. Uh, well, I, I mentioned this on Twitter, but. My beer is not really the beer of the episode. It's I brought the Wayne Gretzky whiskey. I've been teasing this to Kurt and Bill for um, uh, about a year now that I was going to bring yes. some in. Yep. So it's so, aged well. Right? Yeah, 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 it has. No. Um, actually, <laughs> the first bottle disappeared. I have no idea what happened to it, so I went and bought another At your one party? about six months ago. Huh? It was around the time of my housewarming uh-huh. party. So uh-huh. I'm sure somebody you drank got, it. you got to be careful. That's so if you're listening to this and you girl. drink my Wayne Gretzky whiskey, I expect more. That's that's that's, that's like two shots. That's a double that shot. That is a lot. That's, that's a double shot. That's, that's that is two a fingers. Lot. That's two fingers. But anyway. Um, two, here, here. It is two fingers. No, so I, I do right. want to say that we're drinking this now, and thank you, Mr. Wayne Gretzky. Uh, he hand-delivered it to my house. I appreciate that, Wayne. Uh, but I also want to mention that um, we do. I'm finishing off one of the IPAs. Uh, that we got from San Jose from our friends uh, over at uh, Teal Town USA. Uh, Modern Times beer, which I have loved very much. Uh, I don't know which one this one is. The Counter Magic. Counter Magic. Wasn't a fan of this one so much. I already drank it all. <laughs> I, but, I love it so much. Not a fan of this one. every other Modern Times beer I've had, I loved. And Modern Times is out of Portland. So. They're out of Portland. Yeah. Oh, well, screw you, San Jose. And Cra- Crappy Goalie says San Diego. Crappy Goalie says Bill's very quiet. Yeah, I've I have uh, just in <laughs> just in general, or I don't know, maybe with the microphone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill's not allowed to interview guests. <laughs> yes. Uh, Crappy Goalie said uh, we forgot to ask Erica which beer she was drinking. We that's did. Not bef- true. We did. That's no, not true. Yeah, we we did before the show, and she was not uh, partaking. I, I I didn't want to cross that bridge. So maybe she doesn't drink. I don't know. So. Crappy goalie, uh, for not knowing we asked that question, you've been suspended. Suspended three days, for three days' for time. Three days time. <laughs> what show is this? <laughs> what show am I on? Holy shit, what happened? I am wearing a hat. I can be McKernan, right? Yeah, you can be McKernan. Pull a hat down low. You might have to grow a little bit of a beard out. A little bit, yeah. I a shrink a little. To be <laughs> Don, uh, Doug Vaughn. And you can be Jimmy the Cat Hayes. You can pull that off, right? Um, no, I will never pimp. Uh, <laughs> I, I will never be a pimp for uh, uh, the mortgage guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Kelly. Dude, Ryan those, Kelly. those commercials are shot so well, but, but their the audio, audio is terrible. It's, yes. it's like they're shot in a tin can. It's like, come it's on, terrible. why do you spend all this money to get... 
Danny Mac and the cat in there. You, know, I, you don't fix I've the audio actually, issues? I've been waiting for this conversation. One of these. <laughs> one of these. Right. A la, That's uh, all you need. Lapel, right there. Uh, Mike. Are you hanging hang, hang, hang up to the camera? Yeah. Hey, lapel mic. If you're, if you're watching, if you're watching Mortgage Guy, I'm not saying your name because you don't <laughs> I already said us. his name. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> com. Right? <laughs> Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've seriously, I've been waiting for this conversation because the three of us bitch so much about poor audio quality. Yes. On, on, you know, things that are being broadcast, and that like that what, like, Bill? <laughs> like Ryan Kelly commercials. Yeah. You said his name. <laughs> He's gonna appear I'm... now and start promoting our show. Next thing you're gonna do is promote his website, which is RyanKelly.com. <laughs> The Home Loan Expert. Right. Dot com. <laughs> or is it the Home Loan Expert dot com? It, it is. That's what it is. It is. Okay. So, so now. Those Ryan dot com, too. Right. We've given you. F- oh, Jesus. We've given you free advertising <laughs> with better audio than your commercials. <laughs> Man. All right. This show's off the rails, folks. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> uh, you brought the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I got it is my fault. Sorry, everybody. All right. So, uh, so uh, today in blues history, courtesy of the at STL blues history. We're Twitter only account. at let's, today in blues let's history. Let's move the show now. along. We're gonna go quick. <laughs> We're gonna fly through this stuff because that's how we roll. Uh, that's what she's December nineteenth, two thousand nineteen twenty nine. Uh, Ron Caron, former two time general manager of the St. Louis Blues, was born ninety years ago today. <clears throat> there was meat on the burner. There was meat on the burner. <laughs> Nine months prior to his birth, there was some meat on the burner. 1929, I believe that was the. 1929 was the first. I believe that was the first year Andy Murray coached in the NHL, right? <laughs> Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. He was. <laughs> a, he coached the Montreal Maroons that year. <laughs> yes. Uh, December 19th, 1996, St. Louis Blues fired Mike Keenan. We should have a party. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's do. why we're drinking the whiskey. Yeah, yeah that's the whiskey. Hey, we yeah. should cheers to that. Cheers to uh, cheers. Fire, fire Mike Keenan. Mike Keenan. There we go. 12 yeah. Hell yes. We have three cameras, and none of the cameras got that. <laughs> <laughs> but all of the all the microphones did. Yeah. That was It was a good clink. It's, I mean, I'm not a whiskey guy. I actually kind of like that. Yeah. You do? No, I'll leave it with you. I'm not a whiskey guy. <laughs> no, wait. I, I want a like bottle. It. I so you got to drink the whole thing okay. so I can take the bottle home. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a whiskey guy, but I kind of like that. See, I yeah. am a whiskey guy, and I don't like it. Okay. I will, well, <laughs> I will admit, the more uh, that so, I drink, the more that I'm enjoying so it. So Wayne Gretzky whiskey is for it's people funny who... funny how that works. Wayne, yeah. Wayne Gretzky whiskey is for people who don't like whiskey. <laughs> that's, that's what they should sell it as. Jack Quinn was fired also as team president. Uh, Jimmy Roberts was named interim head coach, and Ron Caron named interim uh, GM... Mark Sauer was named president of the St. Louis Blues. A all position on... he held for a very long time. He did. And, uh, and Jack Quinn, the father of Dan Quinn. No, K. No, K- the father of K. K. Quinn. K- Quinn. <laughs> Damn, got, that, got that little. Wow. I know. I know. We talked about this literally like three shows I ago. I know. <laughs> and Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, also and, uh, was the father of her. And every time Jack Quinn's name is brought up, I, I get mad because actually he's his whole son. He he left. Apparently, he left the paper trail that that caused yes. Scott Stevens' problem. Yeah. So, if only he would have emailed and used Facebook instead. Or yeah, or just like burn or like shred papers. That's an idea. Right? That's a crazy idea. I mean, they had shredders back then, or they had scissors. Did they? they had scissors back then. 
Oh, you can tear. The, you can fucking scissors. tear the paper up. All right, with your finger. They had hands. pattern scissors, right? I don't know. <laughs> like you didn't. Can it oh, the, the the diagonal cut. Like yeah. the, those are. I mean, uh, those that'd are... be better than just leaving the paper out. Whatever. Well, yeah. you know the blues. The owners of the blues at that time all got in trouble for backdating stock options. So, you know, it, it's. I don't think that you know paperwork and high moral standards were at the top of the resume want list at that time. The blues have a colorful history. Um, leave it at that. Want to jump into the uh, YouTube chat here real quick. Um, we've got uh, Hawaii blues fan, by the way. Welcome, guy. Good to have you. Or Gee, as we like to call him. Yep. Uh, he says, I got better audio for my show, talking about the Ryan Kelly conversation we had earlier. Good job, guy. He does, and he does. Get, getting him, getting the dig in there, I like that. I'm not, yeah, and he does. He's, he really he's, does. He's dogpiling. And I, I, I <laughs> although, although, not not to take anything away from, from, from Guy's audio, which is which is fine, but uh, it's hard to find audio worse than, than Ryan, the Ryan it's Kelly true. commercials. It's so, true. It really is. I'm sure there's a blues podcast or two that are... Oh! Actually, I would Did say... Did I go there? Actually, I'd probably say most of the other blues podcasts <laughs> are on par with the Ryan Kelly. Talking about you, Jason Martin. Eh? No, well, I don't know. No, Jason's, no, Jason's I'm just pretty being, good. I'm being, I'm I'm there, are, there, are, there are others, yeah. Jason's been doing it a while, he's... But, uh, and then, uh, although recently... Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Recently, there's Austin just been. Austin Lynch says, "Jeff, scroll up a little, pro, pro uh, bit poor favor." Uh, hey, Bill, how was your assignment last week? Is that what he's wanting me to ask? Because he was on assignment. Bill's on assignment. Yeah, I, I was not on assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we say just to right. fill no. space. He wants yeah. also wants to talk about the hit on Sunny last night. Which oh, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll oh, get yeah. to we'll, that. We'll Although Austin, I will say, worry. as far as being on assignment last week, I had to go to Chicago for work. And I did walk around the loop wearing this very shirt. Oh, nice. Uh, of course, you got a troll. Stanley right? Cup champion I, I shirt. Troll. You got you to troll yeah. Chicago. I mean, come on. Uh, they, they deserve Worthy of a high five? I think that's worthy of a high five. I'd nice job, so. sir. Yeah. Uh, December 19th, 1980, 1973, the St. Louis Blues snow game against the L.A. Kings. Uh, Twelve inches of snow fell in St. Louis, and everything shut down. Uh, uh, almost everything. The game wasn't canceled. They played on, and the Blues had the lowest attendance in franchise history at 4,115 people. Uh, the team gave away free concessions. Fan could, fans could take two of everything <laughs> at the concession stand free of charge. The low attendance record will never be broken since now they uh, count tickets sold, not people in the door. Uh, two officials could not make the game because their flight was grounded in Chicago, so the official scorer and the goal judge took their places on the ice. Uh, wow. <laughs> the Blues won the game 3-1. to one. Afterwards, the Blues said that they had requested permission from the NHL to postpone the game, but had been refused. So that that's that's that right there is vintage NHL. That that mm-hmm. is that is, <laughs> that is the old boys league that yeah. the NHL is. And that's seventy three. That's not that long ago. And that's something you hear about. Andy Murray had been coaching for fifty years <laughs> at that <right>. point. <laughs> <laughs> it was seventy three. Seventy three. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Stevenson was in goal for the Blues. I think it was Stevenson. Wayne. Garrett Garrett Stevenson. Garrett Wayne. Stevenson. Yeah. God. <laughs> Get it right. Come on, Bill. You know you know I'm making stupid references here. That's what I do on this show. It's not the reason you guys keep me around. I, I like the whiskey. I'm gonna, you I'm do. Gonna, I do. You want some more? 
Uh, this is. I'm. I'm, I'm working this. I'm oh, plenty to go. Bill did give you. I'm a not lot. chugging it. I'm not chugging. <laughs> it. I, I mean, he gave me the standard amount, which I was. I was expecting, but that's fine. I. I yes, we. I what, like a is that what you said? A fingernail two fingers. worth? No fingers. Two, fing two, two fingers. Two fingers that's, worth. That's 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 standard how four. you measure. That's, standard that's four. how you measure. And he got it. He was, it was pretty close. Yeah. He got There's it. so many I've, terrible I've terrible jokes I can make right now. I've been practicing. So two fingers. I've been practicing pouring my whiskey. I am no. I'm I'm giving credit here to Crush Checkeray's Victory Whiskey. I, I started that okay. know, during the playoffs the last couple of years and last year's playoffs I did it and now every game that they win I do it so I'm, I'm, I am getting proficient at pouring whiskey uh, December 19th, 1987, Doug Gilmore of the St. Louis Blues was part of the fastest two goals scored in NHL history, two seconds uh, versus the Boston Bruins the Boston uh, Bruins Scored with 10 seconds to go in the game. Uh, the Blues pulled their goalie, and Gilmore scored off the faceoff two seconds later. So uh, the Blues overcame a 3-0 deficit in the Blues' 7-5 win over the Bruins. And Gilmore had two goals and two assists in the game. Two seconds. What year was that? Uh, 87. 87? Yep. <clears throat> I don't think that record will Andy be Murray had been coaching for 62 years <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and, and the next day, Doug Gilmore asked for a cup of sugar from the neighbor. Uh, <laughs> right there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, got a, uh, gate. I got a private message here from uh, Crappy Goalie. It was at 929, so I imagine that's right when we got started. He says, Erica looks thrilled with a uh, laughing emoji. So I imagine, <laughs> you know what? You know what? She had a good time. I really believe that. And um, I think I think she was just being professional at mm -hmm. the start while we went through our stuff. It was. It was. And it was... Uh, so, yeah. you know, crappy goalie, stop listening. We don't want you as a listener. <laughs> so go away. That's true. I agree with that completely. <laughs> wow. I hate... I, I love hate you, crappy goalie. I hate seeing friendships dissolve and, on and, air. And to, and, to, and to explain what happened early in the show, I... I have the, the, the broadcast up on my laptop to my left, and so I can read the comments uh, in the YouTube chat. <clears throat> well, the mute button wasn't working on my laptop, so the audio was being pumped back into the show from the delay on the on the feed. So I, and I'm, I'm fucking with that. My left hand trying to mute it and trying to unplug the damn thing. And uh, so and Jeff took over for a few seconds there. So that was the that was awkward. <laughs> I was like, yeah, worst opening ever. That's all right. Uh, at least it wasn't the Tom Calhoun interview, right? Yeah, right. Well, that's the that's lost like, episode. I'll say that is the episode we will reference forever. Yeah, we'll do is, this show well into our eighties. Yeah, that is the and, lost. And we'll episode. always talk about that. Everyone's got everyone. Every, every there's pod, always somebody. Every yep. podcast Every podcaster has a story like that. Oh, this. I don't even. We don't need to actually do this because I know we can do it. Austin Lynch says, trivia question for all of you. Name 10 NHL teams that aren't in the league anymore. So 10 defunct NHL teams? 10? That is Cleveland, way too easy. Yeah, Cleveland Barons. Barons Quebec yeah. Nordiques. Yeah, California Golden Seals. Uh, Seattle Atlanta Flames. Flames. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Atlanta Flames. Or, Atlanta sorry, Flames. No, 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 no. It's not the... Scouts. 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 Kansas City Scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scouts. That's uh, Colorado Rockies. Colorado Rockies. Toronto uh, St. Pat's. Oh, yeah. The uh, yeah. California Golden Seals. Uh, Minnesota Vancouver North Stars. Millionaires. North Stars. Vancouver Millionaires. There's 11. Colorado Rockies. We already said that. Okay. New York Americans. New, New York Americans. Americans. Yeah. That's 12. 
Yeah. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Australia, nice. the Australia Chazwazers. <laughs> they were there for half a season. The uh, St. Louis Eagles. St. Louis. Uh, I was going to say that. So yeah, there's 13 or 14 or huh. something. Yeah, huh. we, that's that's too easy. Give us a hard one, Austin. Hmm. The uh, Effingham Chiefs the, laughed at us. <laughs> Effingham come guzzlers. <laughs> All right. Uh, so topics. On, <laughs> topics God. on the show. I hope you didn't spill that right on my carpet. <laughs> uh, Don't say that when I'm taking a drink. <laughs> uh, no coaches were fired uh, in our last since our last show. Well, that's good. That's mm. nice. Uh, and no new Me Too controversies. Am I correct? Or is it one that I didn't know about? Um, uh, uh, no? no. Bad no. news, though. Because there was no NHL coaches fired, Bill was fired. Sorry, buddy. Oh, and he's man. no longer. He's no oh, longer, they didn't tell you yet? He's no longer our uh, on assignment guy? Mm-hmm. That's why they didn't care. Didn't You're being show demoted to in studio duty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you said duty. You <laughs> uh, said cum guzzler. T- I, I, I did. <laughs> it just came to me. See what you did there? You gotta stop that, man. You can't do that. Uh, I can do whatever I want. We only no one, I really hope Eric is not listening anymore. We don't have any sponsors. I can do whatever the fuck I want on this show. We'll, I think we need to agree from here on out, we do whiskey one show a year. This is off the rails. I'm sorry, Erica, if you're listening, that we chose to drink whiskey the night of your interview. Hmm. I don't have that as, as an excuse, though. I've, I have not really had that much yet. Although, I just had another sip. I like it. It's good. <laughs> it's do you grip. like the whiskey? Kurt? I think I like it. Okay. Yeah, it's good. All right. Just checking. I'm not a whiskey guy. Oh, well, I like it. No, good. It's good. Bill, you a whiskey guy? I am. <laughs> uh, Taylor Hall will not trade to St. Louis. Thoughts? Do you think the Blues need to make a move or scoring forward no. at some point? No. At no. some point? No. Okay. All right. No. Even? Okay. No. Next question. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, just, just real quick with that, um, uh, which is fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's your opinion, um, and you're entitled to it. Um, and I, and I, and I may agree with you, but uh, what if the scenario is Tarasenko is not back until second round of your list? I'm okay with that. Okay. Right. Um, so, Depp's, Bill, so Bill, De- go ahead. I want you to start first. What, what do you think? <clears throat> Given the track record to this point with what we have, no. I mean, if if you find a cheap rental, like I think you can upgrade over Troy Brower. Ah, uh, yeah. For but, sure. yeah. But wouldn't that be promoting from within, though, with uh, like Coston or, or, you know? I mean, Even you could Pekansky you could try at this it. point. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I, that's and that's why I, I think mean, you need to get him up here at, well, it, at some it, point and it depends. And get some more games. It, it depends if if you're just looking to fill a role, you fill from within. But if if you want to add scoring to the team, in Costin's your best bet. You keep Cairo up. I mean, Cairo's starting to look good. I like Cairo. I mean, I mean, I like I like oh, him already. But he's we're talking good. about an upgrade or or just somebody like okay, we need to acquire somebody. There are guys out there that are going to be available at the deadline. Yeah. Look at Anaheim. Right. I mean, Jakob Silverberg, that's yeah. a guy who might be available. That's what I'm saying. That, that, and that, and that, I'm not, and I think I'm, I'm fine with that over a Taylor Hall. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying trade for a guy like Taylor Hall. I'm saying to make a move for a guy that can help your, your forwards, your, your scoring-wise. And, and I'll admit, I mean, right now it's it's December. Yes, it's early in the season. The Blues I, could easily pull an opposite that we saw last year. We could see them do what they did in 2017. But – they don't need to make a move right now. And when no, the no, talks no. were, Hall is going to be traded the next week, I was like, 
Okay, yeah. fine. Then the Blues don't need to get him. Do you think the Blues... I, I, you say you don't think the Blues need to. Do you think they will make a move before the deadline? I mean, it's hard to tell right now. I know. With the team as it is right now. Like, if say, they say, continue say, playing the way they're playing yes. now, I say they do the same shit they did last, last year. Last year they didn't don't do even make one move. Yeah. Maybe you go get like a depth Last guy year they had... better than Brower. But True. Last year it. they were healthy, though. Yeah. So yeah. this and, year they won't be. But, I mean, look, Probably guys, I was just talking to a couple people tonight about how the game that Oscar Sundquist returned, He's a fourth-line player on this team. He rejuvenated that offense. I was right after the three-game losing streak, and he made that offense look dynamic again. You can't. You can't. And it's, it's just they, they do everything that makes this offense look good. They, they, they funnel. They do everything they need. They, the, the, um, the breakouts are fantastic. This is the best hockey we've seen the Blues play, I think, including maybe tied with at the end of the playoffs last year. They've looked fantastic. They, have, they, they don't have. need to go get anybody. No. no. I, that is a sound. I, I can I can really understand it's I can understand both sides of the argument. I can that makes complete sense. I, I, I get it. Um and but then you hear people say that this is they have a window of opportunity right now. And if they're not at full strength going to the playoffs and if they have an opportunity to rent somebody to you know, to pick up a twenty goal score, I don't know whoever's available at the deadline, um, that would help the team. Put him on the third line, fourth line, or sec- uh, second, third line, middle here's, six. Here's the issue: we we we're a cap team. We're, we're, we're up yes. to the cap. Right. Well, so, you, you have relief with Tarasenko's money. A little money. bit, yeah. yeah. You're going to have relief, and then you could pull what the Blackhawks did a couple years ago, bring LTIR, in somebody, and then and... playoffs cap doesn't matter. Sure. So that's fine. But when you look at the way this the cap is structured. There's a chance that if you're going to get a high-priced player, you may have to move somebody on the roster. Do you do that? I, 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 and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying high-priced guy because then, like you said, you're moving somebody at the roster. Like, like with the Taylor Hall situation, you were going to have to move a, a good prospect uh, at least, uh, uh, maybe a Dunn type guy with that. You know, I like think a, it would have been like Dunn a Kyrou and a Dunn, yeah, 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 to get him. Uh, and I, I, I was not a fan of that kind of move. Yeah. Uh, right. I I think that deal, Cairo and Dunn, probably was the only way the Blues were going to land him. And then and then you're talking to a couple other guys from San Antonio, and you know, based on the deal that Phoenix right the draft pulled, picks draft right. picks because they may they may get two first rounders out of it. Yeah, um, which mm-hmm. is that, I mean, Arizona's people are saying going for it, which is great, which is fine. I mean, they've never done anything, no, so that, I, I get it. They are. I, I completely get it. They're um, going for it. I respect but, that, but New Jersey's paying fifty percent of the salary still. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, uh, but mm. as far as pros, as far as like prospects go, because they're losing two first round draft picks, they're losing. They lost a couple of ah, was it like fourth and fifth on uh, third and fourth on their on their depth chart guys, whatever it was. Um, not great prospects, but guys that could have come in and contributed at some point, maybe. Um, I think that they're I mean, New Jersey's looking at the number ones that they might get. So if they re-sign right. Hall, what if they re-sign Hall and if they win around in the playoffs, then it becomes a two first rounders. I think yeah, that's what it is. Right. So, uh, yeah, and I think that was probably. I think the the part of me that kind of was part of me, a small part of me. I'm gonna admit, was hoping that the Blues got a haul just, just for the conversation, just for the well, just for the conversation aspect of it, yeah. just for the like, hey, this would be interesting. 
This will be fun to talk about. On yes, Let's Go Blues Radio. it'd be fun to talk about. And bring us up with uh, Erica Weston. And it, yeah, we could have. <laughs> but it, yeah, I. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I think I think Armstrong will do something uh, if the prognosis for Tarasenko is uh, on the lines of we won't get him back until after the first round. I think, I think I can see him making some kind of a move, to, uh, maybe even a depth move. Uh, to be honest, uh, a guy who can chip in offensively a little bit. Uh, uh, as opposed to not doing anything uh, since Tarasenko was hurt. I'd like to see, I mean, and, and these players are not easy to find, but I'd like to see another like Ar- Ivan Barbashev. We've talked about on, on this team, he can go from your first to your fourth line. Those players, they're not going to be traded often. And he but hit, if he, you can add a hits, guy like that. He hits, he, he, he's, 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 he's a, he's, he produces offensively. Right, In, um, until his injury, he was probably the guy that was producing the most chances. Oh, yeah. On this team, him I and mean, Sundquist, yep, fourth line guys mm-hmm. on this roster. Um, we got a couple uh, people uh, talking here in the chat. Uh, Austin Lynch, I want to get to him real quick. He says, "The who's who set the record for the youngest player to hit a hundred points? Gretzky or McLeish? McLeish. Uh, Rick McLeish, youngest McLeish or Howard Chuck? Are we talking uh, WHL? Or are we talking NHL? I'm pretty sure the answer is actually Sidney Crosby." Right? He had 100 points in his first season. He was 18 years old. He's talking NHL? Because didn't Gretzky do it in the WHL? I mean, he didn't specify. I don't know. So it could have been Gretzky. I, I assume NHL then. But I think the the record is Crosby, which you didn't even list in there. So <coughs> Austin Lynch, what are you doing? Are you sure? Uh, I can, look I mean, it up. Look it up. Before you go, reference. Before you go. Uh... I mean, I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Crosby. Because it was in his first season, he was eighteen uh, and two hundred and wait, two hundred and eighty days, two hundred ninety days. Two hundred eighty days is more than eighteen years. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're, no, it's eighteen years. Never and mind. Like two hundred ninety days, or something, right? <laughs> you're, you're, two eighteen years, two hundred fifty-three days. God, very close, close. Very close. Thank you. You were thirty some days off. You're a month off. Nice job. Uh, without without uh, leap years. Oh, yeah. Had... Without leap years, you were exactly <laughs> right. Exactly on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't pretend to understand leap years. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll agree with you. It's, like, it's kind of like a, a family tree stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, isn't he your, uh, your uncle's uh, second cousin? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck a second cousin is. <laughs> second cousin twice removed? Twice, second, I yeah. still, I have read what twice removed means so many times that I still don't understand it. I, I, I don't think, I think it's uh, much more complicated than it needs to be as far as uh, verbiage-wise goes. I, it needs to be something simpler to understand. Because Agreed. I don't get it. This if, is, if it's too complicated for me, it's too, it's too complicated. This I is agree. where it would be great <laughs> if you had the sound bit from Spaceballs. Oh, which one? I'm your... Best friends, oh. fathers, oh, yeah. cousins, yeah, yeah, yeah. uncles, <laughs> former roommate. Right. Twice removed. Once removed. Whatever. Uh, all it's right. actually Howard Chuck. 18 days, 11 months. 18 well, that's not, years that's not younger. Mo- yeah, that's not younger. Uh, Crosby was 18 years, 253 days old, which there's 360 like days in a year. Nine that's nine months and something. That's 110 days short of 19 <laughs> years old, which yeah. is probably it's almost four months. Where are you getting your information there, Austin Lynch? Obviously, it's not from the school books, which you should be hitting right now because you've got finals in the morning. <laughs> yeah. If, if Come Howard, on, if, son. If Howard Chuck's 18 years, 11 months, that's uh, 30 days shy of 19 years old, and Crosby was about almost four months shy of 19 years old. So, yeah. Hit the books, boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, 
crappy goalie adds, uh, I don't think the Blues need another forward, but I do think it would improve their chances. This is the first time I've ever felt like I don't care about the future. Let's go for it. I felt like that in 2001 <sighs> when they were getting Kachuk and Mellonby and all those guys. I thought, okay, go for it. I don't care about the future. And I feel that way again, too. But it's just this team is just playing so well right now. But and we you... have we have the future here. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. We, I mean, Sammy Blaze not in the lineup right now. Yeah, that guy's part of the future of this team, and he and he, he is coming back. What in a few weeks? Yeah, a couple weeks. He'll be back. Yeah, you know, it, it, he's been out for a month. We have weeks. we have so many better prospects. This team compared to the two offensively team, oh yeah. for sure. Defensively, it's defensively, not as right. Defensively, uh, they, I mean that that was a year that what, I think we we drafted Jackman that year, right? And we I, we I, had we had some he pretty was drafted good depth. before that. Here's the he thing: he was a prospect right, at that point. Right. Here's the thing yeah. too: is that uh, we've had injuries to our offensive group. We haven't had injuries to our defensive core, which if we. Dude, that's a different well, story. Because well, the, the strength you know of this team think, is... You know what I think was the number one prospect, and this is going to sound crazy that I remember this? Daniel Kachuk. Did he even play in the NHL at that point? Mm, well, I didn't... Maybe I'm wrong, but you're right. I mean, I think I'm, a lot of people were high on Jochen Hest. Yeah. Who was on the team. Hest was... Hest, Hest, Hest was Bryce Salvador. Yeah. However, Alexander Ken Wilson wants to say it. People Jochen were high Hest. on those guys. But, again, I... I'm more high on a Sammy Blay than I was on those guys at the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody who winds up for a slap shot on a breakaway on Bishop and scores. Love I mean, it. come on. God, that made me want <laughs> to get a Blay jersey. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, that, so awesome. So anyway, so we had the uh, Roar Bacon game. Uh, Roar Bacon 2019, we'll call it. Roar Bacon 2.0. 2.0, 2019. However you want to say it. <laughs> Roar Bacon 2.0. You know, it's funny. Crawford suddenly sucks. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was funny uh, is that I was uh, the Wednesday night, the Wednesday night wonder, the comeback against the five nothing comeback against Toronto overtime win. Uh, I was watching that game and was five nothing. I left the house, went to shopping, uh, came back and the, I, what'd you buy? I don't remember. <laughs> I was at Kohl's. I was at Kohl's and I bought. I don't, I don't think I bought anything. I was there with my wife at the time and I, 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 I didn't buy. You were buy married it. In, uh, that year. Uh, 2000. No, I yeah. wasn't. No, uh, no. You were no, engaged. I was engaged. Uh, engaged to be married. I was in high school. Okay. Did you Did you know that Kirk got married on the radio? I did. You got married on the radio? You didn't know that. What? I did. I got married on 198. I didn't know that. That's fantastic. I, I didn't know that. It I was It was at a little flower shop on Grand. It was. Bill was there. <laughs> I was there. Uh, I, I left work to go to Kurt's wedding it, it was, on the radio. That's fantastic. We we won our wedding. Uh, we, were the, we were the very first mega winning winners on 198. Wow. And we won an all-expenses-paid wedding, the flowers, the rings, the tuxes, the the, the gown, uh, the flowers, uh, the photographer, it was all paid for. The the venue was paid for. Our honeymoon was paid for. Uh, and we went to uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Wow. Yeah. It did was, you know? Did didn't you pay let, a damn thing. Did you let Y98 know how your marriage turned out? Uh, <laughs> no, it didn't. Well, um, they, honest, let, they let go of Guy Phillips before the wedding. That's true. The marriage that's true. It did last. That's what the issue was. It then. did last fifteen years. So I know something. No, that's a good marriage. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, good, yeah, good enough. It's a longer marriage than I've had. <laughs> it was. Yeah, when you hit the fifteen-year mark, look out. Yeah. Right. So, but uh, but, but yeah, wait, no, 
that was uh, yeah we got it was funny because we went in studio for uh, well it was a contest so the, uh, online voting and whatnot this was back in two thousand and one so and we had it was uh, between us and like three other couples two other couples whatever it was and there was uh, basically they're on their website and we people got to want to vote and you could vote as many times as you wanted like mm. every day. Yeah, so well, that's how the internet worked back then. Yes, there wasn't a lot of security <laughs> measures in place, and uh, uh, so it was funny because I went, I I made flyers and I put them up at like the Snooks and stuff in town, and it was funny because I went to Snooks to put a flyer up and I saw a flyer for one of the other couples. Um, and he took it down. And I took it down. <laughs> I feel bad about to, I feel bad about that you know to this day. Funny? You know what's funny is that that couple is still happily married to this day. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Clear. But uh, yeah, no, I, I did. I literally didn't. Did not, we had a reception paid for, uh, an afternoon reception because it was in the morning. It was on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that was the deal, right? Yeah, I I got a half day out of it. <laughs> Very early in my career. It's yeah. funny that that's that's what Bill remembers. Uh, <laughs> it was. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not, it was a, it was like a thirty fucking thousand uh, dollar right. package that was like paid for. Right. That's and awesome. It, was, yeah. it it. Enabled a uh, a nice little reception at uh, you know a family paid reception at yes, Far Oaks because we had the because it was a morning it was like we got married in the morning uh, on one ninety eight live on the on the radio and then uh, afternoon reception so and not a lot of people could make it it was afternoon reception during the day so that following I think it was on a Tuesday or Wednesday and then that following Friday I think it was Friday mm -hmm. yeah. and we had uh, we we had uh, a, a normal evening reception uh, for. Uh, so everybody, so they could come and we could just you know have fun and party and yeah, music it was, was drink ton of fun. Yeah, and it was a Far Oaks and uh, O'Fallon. Keith Price adds in the Scott Air Force Base email drop. The four the Scott Air Force Base email drop. Yeah, that was a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I think there was an email sent uh, to all of Scott Air Force Base asking them to vote for us and. Uh, <laughs> from somebody and uh and that was like not allowed and uh boy there was some flack i think we got some votes from that but uh there were a number of people that that responded saying uh this is against uh, uh government policy and uh oh, we're gonna vote for the other couple just out of spite but what's funny is that 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 email all list um, I used to work at Air Force Base when I and and they uh, for, uh, as a summer hire and I saw all the emails that were posted on that that email all list and people are selling cardinal tickets and they're asking they're all doing all kinds of stupid non-governmental bullshit so this was nothing this was this was on par with all kinds of other shit that went on on base <laughs> so, uh, with the email system at the time Keith says careful still an open investigation <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Keith worked there uh, uh, my, my brother Keith and I and uh, my cousin Jeff all worked there uh, prior it was prior to this it was before this happened so right and this was this was right around the same time when Keith figured out how to game our fantasy baseball league on government time oh right yeah, yeah. constantly dropping pitchers constant on pictures and uh, I do believe it was uh, it was uh, a lot of time was spent uh, on how much it would actually cost to buy the world of coke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of that was there was a lot of free time in uh, in government summer hire work you know, I mean if you're, not, if you're not running documents across campus what are you doing I actually I literally had a, a box full of maybe a thousand floppy disks like three by five floppies you said floppy I did <laughs> And uh, I was told one day, here you go, format these. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 
It's like a thousand floppy disks in here. Yeah, um, I mean, flop format them. They're floppy disks. <laughs> All right. So I just, I sat in a cubicle and I just formatted floppy disks and I just, yeah, surf on the internet and formatting floppy disks. That was my, that was my week. Anyway. What a, uh, what a tangent. What a, what, how, yeah, how in the hell is, did we get onto that? This is nuts. How did we get onto that? I don't, uh, the are, wedding. Are the we wedding. still recording? Uh, I, I, <laughs> are I, I we just so. talking? I, mean, I, think, I think my, uh, my three, my four terabyte hard drive has run out of space. Um, that's what she said. Roar Bacon, 2019. Or... Uh, you know what's crazy about this game? Yes. Is that I gave up. We uh, talked about I, I talked about the Wednesday Night Wonder. That's why this yeah. came up. Wednesday Night Wonder. Um, but yeah, yes. so I gave up on that game. Well, I had to give up. I was forced to give up because my dad. <laughs> I wasn't forced. I I just, I no, I was. My dad turned the game off and said, we're not watching this bullshit. I'm sorry. We've talked about this before. I've told the story many times. And we turned it back on. It was 5-2. Blues got a power play, blah, 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 blah. Blues win. This one, I was at a party. I mentioned this last week. I was at a uh, an ugly sweater party, and we were watching at the end of the second. I went upstairs. I got a beer, started conversing with more people. Mm-hmm. Did the, the Canes win? The Canes won 2-1. 3-1. to, one. Three to, one. Three to So well, regulation. Empty, empty net goal right. at the end. Sweet. Yeah. Colorado awesome. loses. Bye, Colorado. So now they're game in hand, uh, they have one game in hand, and now we have first place in the conference outright. Yeah. Yep. We'll Doesn't matter. Yeah, sweet. But anyway, so suck on that, Mark Rycroft. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. That is him with the. Oh, that's such an ugly tie. Like it's not even just that it's ugly. It's so wide and short. Yeah, it is short. It's oh, supposed to be. Looks like his belly it's, button. It's bad on purpose, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, I get it. But uh, so I was at his haircut's worse. Party, he also has a bullet. We were. <laughs> his haircut's awful. Oh my god! We put a helmet were, on, dude. We Jeez. were. Uh, we were, uh, so I, I gave up and I went up and I got a beer and was just like, ah, oh, it's intermission. I'll come back down. What, 30 seconds? It was exactly 30 seconds into the third. The Blackhawks score. And our buddy, friend of the show, Kevin Ragsdale, came running upstairs and said, they're down 3 nothing." And I said, you friend know what? I don't need to go back downstairs. Yeah, he's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, he, he, uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm not going back downstairs. Everybody's starting to play games. We're playing Jenga. We're playing Cards Against Humanity. So I just said, okay, fine. And uh, next thing I know, I look at my phone. It's three three. So that was a uh, that was a well, crazy fucking game. I was uh, I, uh, I went I went out that evening. Uh, I, I had plans to go out already. I was like, I'll record the game. I'll watch when I get back. Which I, I if I have plans in the evening, sometimes I do on on the weekends. Uh, I DVR everything and I come back and I watch it after the fact. Um, which is why I'm like not active on Twitter sometimes during a game if I'm DVRing the game. Uh, and I was at a place where I they had a lot of TVs and it was hard to not see the score. I was at actually Recess STL. You been there? The new uh, that pop up uh, like yard game place with uh, no. bocce uh, bags, um, air bowling. I don't know. I was driven there. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's called Recess. It's called Recess STL. He, he was, if Recess STL would like to sponsor Let's Go Blues Radio, he <laughs> was well, driven there with a blindfold on. Oh. I was. Oh, and, it's one of those kinky uh, nights. But it, uh, the, which there are a lot of, believe me. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, and they had TVs there, and I, and I actually uh, 
saw that the Blues were. I didn't know the score of the game, but I, I happened to look at the TV, and I even though I know I'm recording it, and I don't want to know the score. If I see a TV, my eyes like shoot towards the Fox box and I see the score. I'm, oh, I, yeah. I can't stop myself. Yeah, I do the same it thing. pisses me off. It's like an inner this inner struggle I have every time I see a TV and I'm recording the game. Uh, and I saw that it was three to one, and I'm, I was, I was, I'm like, oh, fuck. So uh, I'm like, what's going on? I knew the Hawks scored first. I saw the TV at a different bar I was at. So uh, I knew they were one nothing, and then I saw 3-1. I'm like, fuck. And then apparently I just missed the, the 3-2 goal. And then uh, and then later on at recess I saw uh, 3-3. 4-3, uh, they won overtime. Uh, they won. I'm like, Regulation. oh, my God. I'm yeah. like, well. So I went home and I watched the entire game. I'm like, I'm watching this one. Right. And uh, it was, I mean. It was hard to watch the first couple periods. Well, to be honest, they were, they looked Good in the first period. I thought they looked. They, they were, out, they were yeah. out shooting Chicago. Yeah, the, big the, time. The big the, time. The quick recap of the game is it was like twelve to Corey one. Corey Crawford couldn't be beat. Yeah, early. And then Corey Corey, early. Corey Crawford couldn't make a fucking save. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Which uh, I, I'm, I'm watching the game. I was at second shift, and I, and I actually I saw the I saw that it was it was like five minutes in, ten minutes in, no score. So I'm watching it kind of while I'm, while I'm there. And it was, uh, and then they were just outplaying them. Yeah. I was shooting them 12 yeah. to 1, something like that. It was crazy. I'm they like, wow. really turned it on. And they just couldn't score. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's one of those games where you know that, God damn it, that's going to come back to bite them in the ass. They don't, you're, you're outplaying them badly in the first period. You don't score. Um, but whatever. So it reminded me of the Wednesday Night Wonder game. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. not as many goals. But- no. But Still it was pretty damn impressive how but, quickly they were able to turn their game around after the second period. It was the first time in Blues history the Blues had come back from a three nothing deficit in the third period to win in regulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they took it in regulation. That's so pretty good. that was, I mean, that's that's four down three nothing to score four straight goals in the third period to win in regulation. Is, Austin is, Lynch adds uh, that was the game on my ninth birthday. They won because I was there. So happy ninth birthday to Austin Lynch. That was the game mm-hmm. on my birthday. Happy ninth day. birthday. Happy he says day. ninth. I'm only seeing it on mine, I guess. Ninth I don't see ninth. Birthday? Yeah. I don't no, see ninth. there. Phil, you see Wait. it, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I will take. I'll, I'll take a picture of the damn yeah. screen. It says that was the game on my birthday. I think he's seventeen now. I Can you edit correct. posts on? Uh, I'm just. Okay. I'm just being a little silly, Bill here. Um, and then uh, yes, uh, who was the first NHL player to wear a Yofa helmet? That's quite the trivia. Uh, I'm gonna say Lemieux. No, I'm gonna go Borea Salming. Ooh, that is a. That's a good answer. He was uh, he was the he was Borea Salming or Kent Nilsson. I was the, the you know what early I, God I hate you. I was gonna say Kent Nilsson. Damn sweets. Wow. How do you yeah. look that up? Is, is that, that's not gonna come up. No, I don't. I don't think that that is something that is available on hockey. Reference. And uh, he also asked who has won the most Smythe trophies. Is that Jean Beliveau? It's got to be. I think so. Yeah. I would place odds on the Montreal Canadiens player, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a safe bet. And Beliveau, because he was the captain from yeah. sometime in the 50s until the 70s. I think he won 29 Stanley Cups in that time, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a couple more than they've won as a franchise, but oh, you're okay. close. Well, um, I think 12. Bennington uh, versus Crawford in this game. Bennington's first career game was the Blackhawks, uh, and it was a memorable one uh, with the 4-3 <laughs> comeback win. Um no scoring in the first. Saz scores uh, the first two for the Hawks. Um, and every everyone's favorite cab driver. Um, uh, f- <laughs> ca- cab driver's <laughs> favorite fare. 
Uh, Patrick Kane scored to put the Hawks up three nothing. And this celebration, oh, oh. When, I, when I saw it, I'm like, okay, if nothing else happens in this game, somebody just decapitate the guy, yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. be happy. Yep. But when he when he did that that fucking that the down on one knee finger twirl, yeah, the like, oh god, I I, I was somebody. You know what's funny is I see I see him do that to thirty, well, I guess twenty nine other NHL teams. And I say, eh, fuck that guy, but whatever. <laughs> and, like, he does it to the Blues. I'm just like, God, I hope they come back and win. Like, oh, my God, just shove it in his fucking face. Yep. And, oh, God, I was so happy. Yes. That is so awesome. God, it was so it, – it, this, this game, like, I – I was so just ecstatic at the end of it when yeah. when yeah. Falk scored. Oh my god! To, oh my to god. give us oh my the god. lead, I was just like, and of all players too. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we've but, been ragging on. Yeah. so perfect. Well, he, Jesus, it, well deserved. I mean, come on. No, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But his game last night, he had eight shots on goal through first two periods. Yeah. The guy is he is trying. He is pressing. And and he's starting to he's starting to make an impact. He looked on the good team. with he, he's looked well, good with Petro. And I've got it down here with the, the I was going to talk about Falk later, but we can talk about it now. Let's see where is he? Uh, had only seven points in his first thirty two games. Last four games, twenty shots on net, nine uh, in the Edmonton game, and he has a goal and two assists in the last four games. So he's uh, it looks like he's coming around. I'd say he's learned the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has looked better. I mean, I think he has. You you, you see less indecisiveness. You see uh, honestly, I've noticed it since after he scored his first goal. That was when I'm like, okay, you know, let's see what he does. And I feel like since then he's felt more comfortable in the system, and that makes sense for me because I I know how it is. Like there's times when I go on a a huge ass, and I don't score a lot, but when I go on a, a scoreless drought for like twenty twenty five games, I'm like. This is terrible. I play roller hockey sometimes. I should be scoring at least once every two or three games. I know that I'm trying too hard. I'm clutching my stick. I'm shooting wide. So, yeah, the minute he scored that goal, I feel like he's really turned his game around. No, stop watching porn on the bench. I only do that on Sundays. <laughs> this Because it's the large day. It's the large day. You could only watch the porn. The, the porn on <laughs> the, the large, large day. day. The porns. Uh, porn is for the large day. Uh, see we got a couple comments here from Austin Lynch. He says, I was the 16th birthday, so I was off by a year. Uh, he says, Wayne Gretzky was the first one to wear a Yofa, and he turns into Andy Strickland here, and he says, Google it if you don't believe me. <laughs> um, and then uh, he the says, Wah. Wah also was the uh, most Smythe winner. He has had three. No, no, that is of the modern era. But what about Jean Beliveau? Jean Beliveau has to have them. All right. I'm looking it up. Don't worry, Kurt. Okay, Go ahead. all right. Continue with the show. All right, good. Thank you. Yep. Uh, De La Rose, huh? In this game, a nice oh, backhand goal. Oh Holy He's shit! That was a good goal. I mean, I, I enjoyed that one. That was uh, that was a big one too. Yeah, top the game. Chad. Top shit. Yeah, that was nice. Top, top titty. Cheddar. As Keith Jones would say, top titty. Top titty. <laughs> top. <laughs> you say top shed? He, top cheddar. He, top shed. He top is right. It is. It is Patrick Wah. Okay. Really? Yeah. No. According no. to Hockey Reference. Uh, 
fucking way. Uh, how many, many conspice did John Belleville win? He only won one. No fucking way. <laughs> Apparently. Who's voting in these things? Anyhow. Okay. Well, good job, Austin. Now, Austin, did you know that beforehand, or did you look it up and then ask us? I'm sure that's what it was. Because I told him to make There's it harder. No. Make your trivia <laughs> questions harder. And so oh. he made it pretty difficult. Also, Austin, do you have editing rights on Hockey Reference? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we used to do Blues Trivia on this show, and we... I'm telling you, we we covered this franchise top to bottom on Blues Trivia, and there I'd be shocked. It, you'd be hard pressed to come up with a with a legit trivia question that we wouldn't have a shot at. Yeah, that's true. Well, about the Blues, right? And Blues Trivia, but, right, right, but right, right. for for the Canadians, I, yeah. I, I, just, I really, I really, that was the first, the minute I saw that, I said, "Oh, John Bellwell, yeah, easily." Th- there's no fucking way. Yeah, huh? On Fox Goal. Uh, I thought, I mean, to be honest, Crawford should have had it. I mean, Crawford. He should have had it. So Crawford should have had all four of the Blues goals. <sighs> I mean, he he went from being on to being off. I mean, and, and that's, you watch the their their game tonight. I mean, he he was good early, and then one goal beat him, and then every goal beat him. He just... He he is a confidence goalie, you know. I out of all the goalies in the NHL right now, I'd say that the two confidence goalies really going are Allen and Crawford. And right now, I think Allen's got the edge on him. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh god, I mean, Allen's riding the, riding the riding the wave at its crest right now. He's. Yeah. The the thing with waves though, <laughs> right, right, and and you know we're all of the, so, you know I I don't buy you know all this all this talk about, you know the Allen lovers and the Allen haters and you know that, him, him going on this little heater that he's on, you know he Jake Allen has always had the potential to be a good blues goalie. He just hasn't delivered over the long term. Hasn't he had these streaks like uh, every season? No. But up I, and down, I, up and down. I mean, right. he's, he, he's up and down. Yes. But, I mean, if, if how many times have we said, looks like the guy's finally figured it out. And he he turns, you know, he goes hot to cold so quickly. Right. And, and I think I just want consistency out of the guy. And I right think, now he's delivering. I think so everybody keep it up. I think all of us. I don't know I don't know what blues fan would say otherwise. We Mr. want Blue's him hat. to keep doing this. No, Mr. Blues has this. <laughs> I know. We 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 want I mean I think I think too often uh we some of us uh, I don't know if all of us do, but we uh, get labeled as uh, Alan haters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because because to be honest, I mean, we're calling it like we see it. To we're, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We we if if he's playing like shit or anybody plays like shit, we say so. We said it with Petrangelo a couple mm-hmm. of years, two three years ago. Yeah. When he was he was not last playing year. that good last year. Start of the season, yeah. First the half three quarters. Yeah. Wasn't very good. Um, we were hard on Oshi for a while. Hard on Oshi for a while. We're hard. We're, but the thing is that players go, they have their ups and downs, and when they have their ups, we say so. When they have their downs, we say so. It doesn't make us a hater on those players. It's, it's evaluating the player at that time. And that's what you do with Allen. And the thing with Allen is he's had, he's had 
some periods of play where he's been great, but he's also had some periods of play where he's been really shitty. And unfortunately for him, the shitty play has outweighed the good play for the most part. So, I mean, he's, uh, I, and, that's, and, that, and that's, the, that's where the trust uh, fails with I wouldn't him. even say it's that the shitty play is outweighing the good play. It's just that you need a goalie to not have so bad Drastic ups and swings. downs. Yeah. And when he has a down, he is really down. You know, I mean. Being, and when you say really down, we're talking the very worst goalie in the NHL down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where he was. His home numbers uh, up until before last game, or maybe two home starts ago, uh, were the very worst out of every single goalie that's ever started uh, in the NHL since uh, Berube took over at home. Yeah. At right. home, that's 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 almost a calendar year. At home, home starts. He was the worst. And like how 60. good have the Blues been since? Yes, Ruby I know. Took over. It was like sixty some odd goalies has started again. Had started more than uh, it was like five games in the NHL over that span. And Allen was dead last mm-hmm. in numbers, mm-hmm. dead last mm-hmm. in home starts over the calendar year since uh, Brewer took over. Yeah. So and I don't know how many times I've brought this up on the show this year, but. <laughs> The Montreal game, yes, in, yeah, in mid October, yeah, the the Brendan Gallagher goal five seconds into the second period, just he, it it was it was again it's a confidence thing right. with him. He's he is and he's and and, and he's been great. The past got a lot of start a number of starts right. He's been really really good. Yeah. And we talked about. Uh, a while back about when is his next home start going to be? When's he going to yeah. get it? Right. Yeah. And, because and he's been terrible at home and really good on the road. The, 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 and I got some flack on Twitter. Like people were saying, what the fuck are you asking that question for? Because why, why do you fuck with, with, with what's not don't, – it's not broke, don't fix it. Start out on the road when he gets the starts, mm-hmm. and Bennington gets the rest of the starts at home. And, uh, it's because it's exactly what we're speculating right, right now with Bennington. Yes. Right. And, yeah. and how many people derided Mr. Blue's hat? He gets oh, a he gets a, he gets a bad rap for that because I, he's right. he's very he's very critical. Right. He 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 right. does Fully complain about so. a lot of stuff. But right. with Allen, yeah, he, right. he gets a bad rap for that because he uh, he does what we do. He wants Allen to succeed, but he he's frustrated and doesn't trust him anymore. Right. Yeah. Which I don't either. I don't agree. Listen, I want him to succeed. I do everything I can to say, just hey, trust in this guy. Let him do his. He's playing. <clears throat> Right now, I honestly believe, even considering that 2001, uh, or not 2001, 2015, 16 series against Minnesota, I think it's the best hockey he's played. Yeah, yeah. And, I agree. And I still, every time I see he's starting, I say, is this the game he falls off? I know. because you know, well, It's just because, it's not because I hate him. I want him to do well. And I, I want yeah. him to win another Stanley Cup. Fool but, me once. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Right, but you can't Alan, be fooled again. <laughs> but with, George, with <laughs> with Alan, we've been fooled five times. I know, yeah, right, and that's the thing, you know. It, but I, so I, I don't like. But he's the, a great teammate. I though. don't like the. He's a great teammate. The, locker room guy. The, the, locker room guy. I don't like the Good binary guy. narrative. Yeah. You know that well, that acts like the other goalies in practice. Today he was one of two goalies on the ice. The other Tyler Stewart. Tyler Stewart. Tyler Stewart. I heard Bennington came out later. Yeah, I heard he did. Yeah, but uh, that, that was from a tweet. I didn't hear that. So from that means Cora Tyler anybody. Stewart starting the next game, right? 
<laughs> the emergency goalie. Yeah. The e-bug. <laughs> yeah. I, Daddy Padre. Yeah. We should have on the show. I have asked him to come on the show, and he didn't respond. Oh, he is responding. And I've known Tyler for a while. So, Tyler, if you're listening... Fucking come on, he has, asshole. He has, do you he's think you're better to... than Eric Weston? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Or the Stanley Cup tracker. He, uh, right. Uh, he's re- he's interactive with our Twitter accounts. So, I mean, he's... No, he's, he's a good yeah. dude. No, he's a good dude. Tyler's a good dude. Yeah, we sure. Just, we, maybe he's, he just missed my message. Yeah, you, you missed... Yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's uh, what it is. Sure. He gets so many requests for interviews all the time that he probably just forgot about us. It's okay. Uh, I, I have to ask. Did you grope him once? <laughs> or twice. I mean, uh, who have I not groped in the St. Louis area? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna raise my hand. I don't know about that, Kurt. Although I you was, I want to rethink. I that. was drinking a lot that one. Yeah, yep, yep. The night of Bernie Federko. <laughs> yeah. <Some stuff> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. could have groped me that night. That was, <laughs> that was fun. I don't think I would have minded if that would have happened. You know, that's a good story. <laughs> But you leave a shit. Me too. Me too. Ugh. Keith Price says Bennington brings his toys. <laughs> <laughs> he brings his toys. He brought their fucking toys. toys. <laughs> hey, don't get political. We got political? I, I may have said something. <laughs> Did you? God damn yeah, it, Bill. Now we're going to get flagged on YouTube. Yeah. I, uh, I, I may have said You can't say anything political if someone posts something negative on, on iTunes. Hashtag impeachment. I <sighs> <laughs> That's where I went. Anyway, I apologize. Anyway, uh, Blues out shot Chicago thirty eight twenty two. Went over three in the power play, but uh, four for four on the PK. Yeah, they did this comeback with no power play goals too, which was not the case against Toronto uh, when they did the when the Wednesday night wonder. Uh, they had some power play help. So, which mm. which is more impressive, that game or this? Um, the Toronto game. Oh yeah, you think I so? Think so yeah. The, it was just the they, Hawks. The the Hawks are so bad. Do, if you rewatch the Toronto game, and you watch Joseph and Net. Uh, how far back under the bar he is on like, yeah. all those goals? Yeah, Jake I don't know. Like, I don't know what he was. Uh, why you got to be a hater? Then, what about Toronto <laughs> in that in that overtime? Oh, they were just like it lasted like twenty the seconds. They were trying to like contain the puck in their own zone. Like, what are you doing? They, You're they, for the tie. They knew they were gonna lose that game. Oh yeah, they I knew it. Like uh, Austin Lynch, stop being so smug. All right, that's all I'm gonna say to you. Right. Go I study just, for t- your fucking take titles. Take your time to answer my trivia question. Well, I saw it first. It says, "Where is Mister Blue's hat?" I'm like, "That's not a trivia question." But then the one above it says, "What is the tall man's real name?" Ron. Come on, right? Isn't it Ron? Ron something? Talman, yeah. Oh, Ron, yeah, something. Ron Burley or something? Why is that a question? Why is that even a thing? He's trying to ask us trivia to get us oh. stumped. And it's just, we're trying to run a show here, That's not Austin. a trivia question. Come on. Yeah. Let's let, uh, I'll ask it. Who Why are you not right. studying, kid? All right, Austin. All right, Austin. Who? Okay, Austin. Austin, okay. <laughs> okay, Austin. Okay. Oh, man, we had a question during our, our Blues Trivia uh, contest. It was... Uh, uh, Red Berenson uh, organized a uh, with the local police on a uh, was a snipe hunt that uh, he had a rookie. Um, they acted like they were going to shoot the. They had police officers. I did not hear about that. Yes. Well, this is a trivia yep. question. Yep. Yeah, they had, uh, Red Berenson organized this. There was a, they uh, had a rookie out on a snipe hunt, and uh, apparently they had they had it where the cops were to come out 
and draw their guns on this on this rookie. Uh, I don't know if it was like threatening a trespass or something, and they put him in jail. They put a rookie in jail. And they had him at gunpoint, and they threw him in jail. And then they went, and, and then the, the players came back a while later. And, uh, <laughs> fucking yeah. with you, buddy. Now, who was that player? Uh, that's a trivia question. Uh, Brian Sutter. No. I don't, I, I, I no don't, idea. I've looked it up. <laughs> but, but there you go, Austin. Uh, who was that player they put in jail? Um, Austin Lynch says, damn, calm down. Austin, what, what uh, high school do you go to? Let's ask this question. Oh, well, you, you that guy that asked a high school question? He's 16. Is he? Yeah. yeah but so he's in, uh, he's in high school, right? Unless yeah. he's like one of those super smart kids. Which if you are, fuck you, because I had to work my ass <laughs> off If he's a super smart school. kid, then okay, he's, uh, he's going Cooper. to a special school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are the battle for first in the Western Conference, Blues versus the Avalanche. Uh, Blues win this one 5-2. to two. Colorado had a, had a nine-game point streak coming into this game. The skill level in this game. I, I, I this was I enjoyed this game. This game oh, was great game. so much fun to watch, and the Blues yeah. were on it. This game, they this and Colorado and was let's, too. Let's add the fact that for me at least, I don't know about you guys, this was a day where it was just like the snow came. It's like I'm not leaving my house. I'm not doing shit. We yeah. watched like three movies during the day. It was a super lazy day for me, and it was just like oh shit, yeah. And the Blues are on the night, and you know, hey, kudos to the Blues fans who showed up yeah. to Enterprise that night. Yeah. That's awesome, but. It was amazing. And he says Afton is where he goes. Okay. Uh, Afton. All right. Not too far from me. But, uh, no, that's uh, – it, it just – I mean, that was so much fun to watch. Top Sitting two. on my ass on the couch just watching that game. So much skill being played. Top, so good. Top two teams in the West. Uh, mm-hmm. It was literally the battle for first place in the conference. Yep. Uh, Blues had a one-point lead at the time on Colorado. So if the <clears throat> Colorado won, then they would leapfrog the Blues uh, into first place. Both uh, teams suffering from significant injuries. Significant injuries. No uh, Kale McCarr, no Eric Johnson. Yep. All left-handed defensemen yeah. playing for Colorado. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. I yeah. saw it in the pregame. I'm like, holy shit. I'd that's... love to know when the last time was that happened, but there's probably not any way of looking at Austin Lynch, uh, when was the last time that happened, Austin? <laughs> there you go, Austin. <laughs> I, I We're say, turning the tails, boy. <laughs> there you go. I want to say it involved Eric Brewer and Sasha Havanaugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> And Jeff uh, Finley. And, <laughs> and Doug Lynch. <laughs> that uh, one game he played. Jeff Wojwitka. Yeah. <laughs> Good goaltending. Uh, Chris, quick, accurate passing. Uh, guy is stick in a phone booth. Uh, up and down action. All kept off with a hat trick. Uh, this game had a little bit God. of everything. God, Perry was so fucking good. I, I'm, yeah, his first goal. Uh, I mean, he didn't have to do much in the first goal. No. Uh, uh, O'Reilly found him. This was great. Uh, Perron's work at the blue line to uh, keep his body between the puck and the defender was fantastic, and he excelled. One of one of the strengths of it, of his game is that is keeping his body between the defender and the puck. He's got one hand on a stick and he's dangling mm-hmm. out. If you played hockey and you got a guy doing that to you, it pisses you the fuck off. Oh, yeah, and it makes you want to take a penalty. To be honest, yeah. you whack the shit out of the guy. Um, <laughs> Two hander, two hander oh, across the fucking knee. Um, uh, with uh, Burakovsky on his back, uh, he pushes it over to O'Reilly. Burakovsky uh, lets Perron go, and O'Reilly ends up uh, finding Perron cr- cross ice back door. Uh, fantastic pass through traffic. 
Uh, Perron has a wide open net as Grubauer never saw the pass thanks to the Sunquist screen, screen in front. Uh, he never moved. The thing with this is that the, the, how Perron got the puck at the blue line was a pass from Sunquist in the blue zone. And then when the goal was scored, Sunquist was screening Grubauer. So, yeah. so in the amount of time that Perron got the puck and then uh, kind of uh, held off uh, uh, Burkowski and then passed over to Riley, and Riley found Perron, Sunquist made it in front of that to screen, to screen Grubauer. Man, he got an assist on the play, but I don't think people noticed at all what he did. And that was the goal doesn't happen without that, his That's contributions. Just, Fantastic. Such a heads up play yeah. from, from Sunquist. He does everything right yeah. for this team. I, I can't understate. Uh, how valuable he's been, and and the, and I don't know, and think about this: the fact that going into last year, he was like everybody was like, oh yeah, he's an AHL player at best. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll I mean, we were, well, we were talking so much shit about if, he's slow, if, if he can't keep up with the pace, he can't make a fucking radius turn yeah, right. <laughs> in thirty feet. But here's the thing: is that remember when Cros- what Crosby said? We talked about this before. Crosby, when he was traded away, he was like, oh, that's a bad, yeah. bad decision because Sunquist be no, can play. And since he's been back from his, his most recent injury, and, and, well, I won't say most recent injury because I think that happened last night, but we'll get to that. Yeah. The Since he came back Bullshit. up until last night, like that, that, that line from Crosby has been running through my mind every time I hear yeah. what a great play Sunquist made. And, and and he he really like his. We we got Costin and Sunquist for Ryan Reeves. Right, I just I can't I can't even Doug Armstrong like <laughs> that that may have been the move that saved his career. And right. and and people were mad about that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. No, we weren't. I don't think we Ryan, praised that move. I I don't think, uh, and it's funny because Ryan Reeves was interviewed about it when he was told about the trade. And he, he when he found out he was traded for a first round draft pick, he goes, "Why no? That's horseshit." <laughs> 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 or a bunch of garbage. He didn't yep. believe it, and because yeah. uh, he didn't I don't think. Blame he, him. And I'm um, like, not only were you traded for a first round draft pick, but you, I mean, we there was another Sun player, Christina, that, yeah, who was a, a a very important cog in this team. Yep. Uh-huh. No, he, his his contributions to this team have been insane. That's, the, I mean, and uh, kudos to whether it was just uh, backing into a, an accidental uh, fantastic player or whatever, I don't care. Uh, right. Hats off to Doug Armstrong. I mean, that was just a, a, a complete fleecing. And yeah. Pittsburgh traded away uh, uh, Reeves. They, yeah. they got rid of him. So, Did they did they get rid of him or did they, they just leave him unprotected for they, the expansion draft? They, uh, did, oh, yeah, they was he drafted? Yeah, I I okay. thought I thought he was okay. He's yeah, one of the two. They got but, nothing then. Yeah. Wow. No, it it was it was a a fleecing. I just, yeah, I, I mean, it it I I I'm at a loss for words at how good a trade that was, and that's probably not a trade that people think of necessarily as a an amazing trade because there's no superstar players involved, but, I mean. That's, but you know but what? Shit, I mean, just the the contributions that Sunquist made in the Boston series alone, and he missed two games because yeah. of suspension. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, you think about greatest trades in Blues history, and obviously there was a couple that that really jumps ahead of that. The Pavel Dimitra trade. I do. Chris Chris Olson for Pavel Dimitra. Hell yes. But I will say, I mean, this has to be top. That was my five? Keenan trade, by the way. Yeah, that was my Keenan. By the way, yeah, yeah, I know it was. So yeah, we, we toasted because of Bob Plager. We toasted by the, way. the 
the, the firing of Mike Keenan. It was because of Bob Blager. Okay. Blager kept telling him, go get this guy. Well, Keenan, well, if he's so good, why is he playing in the AHL? Because they got Yashin and Day. They don't need him. And Plager kept pushing for it. He made it happen. There True blue. There you go, Blager. Bobby. There you go. Yep. Uh, so second period in this game, uh, Kadri got his uh, 11th of the season. Uh, weak side of the ice after the faceoff uh, as Kadri slides away from coverage back door and slams one pass from Graves. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll be I'll be Berube in a play. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Colorado got a uh, power play goal from uh, Miko Rantanen uh, to put the Avs up 2-1 to one in the second period. Same side of the ice as Kadri. Uh, one-timer uh, upper corner. Uh, great shot. I mean, because uh, uh, it's going point. back against the grain. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's upper corner, far post, uh, far corner. Uh, I, I watched the replay and tried to find fault at Bennington, seeing yeah. if he was, like, uh, off his angle or something. He looked good. Yeah. I mean, he just yeah. it was just a good shot. Great shot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I don't know, maybe that's something every hockey player, fan, guru does is, is look for fault in the goalie. And that was one where I'm just like. Well, if, I mean, if you're going to talk about it, I mean. There. I, I, I especially blues goalie. He's like, oh, well, he should have had it, or he's off his angle, or he was like back in his net, or whatever. Would Reinhard no. Devis have had that? He was, That's <laughs> the question I ask myself. I don't, I don't think many goalies have that one, unless you're actually out of position at the time yeah, to right. ever off your shoulder or something. So that was yeah. a great shot. No, yeah. perfect shot. Uh, Perron's uh, second of the game and 14th of the season came on the front end of a four-minute power play. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, his patented wrist shot from the left side, upper corner, uh, draws it back to uh, change the angle kind of shot, which he has uh, mastered. He's yeah. fucking great at it. He, By the way, and, and that, that's that's his game this year, like that that short side shot. Yes, Jesus. it's it's the it's the little toe drag, yeah. and then the shot, and he is he changes the angle. He's right. always been able to do that, but I feel like this season he has really figured it out against defenses. Well, and. But, I, I think they covered this uh, a whole lot at the beginning of the year. He somebody convinced him to go to a sixty-five flex. Yes, yeah. he was yeah, using yeah, yeah. he was using like an an eighty-five flex. He went to. Shen like, said oh, that on the air. I right. Think. I, yeah. I think he he shortened his stick by an inch and went to a sixty-five flex. And he, he's I don't know if it was Blay. It was it was somebody in Quebec that can convinced him to do it during the offseason well and he is just like his confidence with a puck and shooting i mean he he is just he he is the leading offensive player on this team like he by example oh for sure for i'm god for those who don't know uh sticks come in different flexes how whippy they are how much how easy they bend so uh, 65 is the least. 65 is in the NHL. 65 is pretty whippy. Uh, it bends pretty easy. I tell you what. And you, you, you actually, when you when you take a shot, and the stick bends, uh, the that, that whip action uh, creates a lot more momentum for the puck and and more force by the puck, and, and um, if, it can create a harder shot. If you're more interested in learning about that, I recommend honestly going to Bauer or CCM's websites. They've got actual pictures, like uh, you know those ones where they take like the shutter or whatever that's called, where it's like. 150 pictures in like a second and a half yeah. you can actually see the stick like yeah. bend fully with the body when they're using the 65 flex and i'll tell you what which i one time i got a stick it was an intermediate stick i got it for it was like 80 percent off and i said you know what i'll skate a game or two with it it was a 55 flex <laughs> dude i the shots i was taking was they were 
ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, I used to. I was probably taking honestly 100 mile an hour shots, top corner every time I'd shoot it. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. And but that stick lasted me a game right, and a half. Shea Weber. Right. It lasted me a game and a half. Now, all right, yeah, it all right. snapped all right in half. All right, so, Shea Weber. So all right, fine, maybe 95. <laughs> <laughs> well, we played together in roller hockey. Yes, I your rubber I, stick. But I had the Louisville rubber. Nice. And I had the 115. Flex, <laughs> yeah. it didn't fucking move. But you had a good shot. I, you bared onto it, you, yeah. and you laid down on the stick. That's, yeah. what, that's how, I mean, and, it wasn't good yeah. for wrist shots. No, it was good no. for it was good for if you if you really lay into a slap shot, right? And, which you did. You had the best. You had like the best shot in the league too, though. Yeah. The point. I I had a Hardest. heavy shot. It was hard. Yeah. The point. So. I, every time I got the puck at the point, I'm like, shoot it, shoot it, yeah, go to the net. I go to the net. <laughs> I think I used a 110 one time, a 90 one time. Uh, I, I moved down. My my game is more wrist shot. It always was, and I I don't know why I ever used a stiffer flex, but I've always always been slap shot. So I I've tried. I, I used to play with 85. Yeah. And I was just See, like, yeah. oh, that way, because you know sticks break and they're expensive, and I'm not yeah. paid to play. But See, man, I tell you what, I switched to a 65 recently, and it's so much more comfortable. I, I'm not sure what I have over there, but uh, on, on the corner. But uh, I've got, I, I think one's, I think it's like one of each. So like one stiffer. There's an old Z bubble over there, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I was more of a stick handler and more of a, a passer and uh, more of a around in tight around the goal kind of guy. So uh, yeah, that was my a, a stiff. A, Whippier stick was more my game, so. Which uh, Austin Lynch adds, uh, this is a, a conversation he's having here. My teacher, how did you all study last night? Jimmy, I use flashcards. Ethan, my mom helped me. Austin, I was watching the original <laughs> St. Louis Blues hockey podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice work, Austin. He, I believe that gets uh, that gets YouTube message of the night. He, he Congratulations. Said he, he said he plays with a 75 flex. That's a nice flex. Yeah, it's a good flex. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I that's like a the last. Like I said, the problem with with men's league and and whatever league you're playing in Austin, we pay for our own shit. Right. You know, yeah. so like right. you don't want to. Like I said, I got that fifty five flex. I think I got it for twenty bucks. It was normally like sixty five or seventy. It was literally an intermediate stick, and I'm just like, why not? And I went out there and I loved it. And then it broke after a game and a half, and I said, yep, never again. I think that Z yeah. bubble is pretty stiff. The other two were whippier, I think. The last stick I bought was an Ovechkin model that I got at Total Hockey before they went under, and it was—I think it was a '95 Flex. And that What's was Total Hockey. It was <laughs> your former employer. I bought my—I oh, yeah. bought my last pair of rollerblades there, uh, Mission Quattro Ten Thousands or something like that. A long time ago. Yeah, I love I, those skates. They're comfortable as hell. I will tell you, I last week I went on a goalie monkey. It's been a long time since I've gone hockey equipment shopping, and man, oh, I I could have spent hours. Just, oh yeah, like I, oh. You know what's weird about I, me is that I don't play goalie, and I love just sitting for an hour and looking at goalie pads. God, it's crazy. I I just looked at skates. Oh man, I was looking <laughs> at skates for over an hour and a half. It's a wormhole, drooling. Uh, God, yeah. I I. I fucking miss playing so much. We should just go to the park and just fuck around. Yeah. You know, well, that is, that is satisfying well, my urge to play. Let's start a Let's Go Blues so, radio team. So we want to have that 
that just on foot, you know, just, right. just a, one just round. a ball hockey tournament. tournament yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just yeah. so the, the David Perron playing for the Stanley Cup and the road hockey. Yeah, the yeah. ball yeah. hockey. Just to just I mean, because not everyone has skates or plays ice or whatever. It just everybody or, has shoes. Everyone has shoes. Everybody and can and run. Everybody can get run and get a stick, and you don't even need gloves. But wear gloves. Right, wear <laughs> but, gloves. But it'd be fun to have like a little. We talked about this, and people were interested, and we just got to do it. Uh, just a on foot tournament, just a, in a in a rink, local rink, and just. Go. Yeah. We and even the, we even like we're looking Edwardsville up locations Airport and messaging Park. each other, and right. we just never did anything with it. There's a great rink in Edwardsville; be yeah. perfect for it. Uh, yeah. There's a place in Brentwood, I think. It was. Uh, Erica Weston said she'd play. She did, <laughs> <laughs> right? She be yeah. goalie. No, I'm sure she'd appreciate the you know busted nose and for the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, and it's I, just Cardinals broadcast at that you, point. Nobody would pay attention. You you tweeted a uh, response to the Blues tweeting out about playing their uh, their practice today at the outdoor rink. Yes. About Coke stick it. and puck and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, because and, it was during the day. Right. And that's why I remember stick and puck and hokey during the day was the thing. Right. So. One o'clock. Yeah. You go at one o'clock, play yeah. till four. Yep. And so I was like, I'm I'm off over, you know, I'm, because I, I don't take enough time off during the year. I have to burn up all of my unused time off over the next two weeks. <laughs> So I was looking at the um, McKendry Recplex, and they're sticking puck the only time is Sunday, 5 o'clock. Like, that is a what? nice freaking rink, though. In the evening? Have you been there? In the evening? Oh, yeah. Oh, I it's not, such a nice rink. At least on the morning. There's yeah. no puck shadow <laughs> no. at all. Really? They've got such good lighting there. It's it's fantastic. See, the thing with the I, uh, the reason why well, it, it reminded me of Kokia was the, 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 the daytime. With the shadow. With the, sh- and, the shadows coming in and everything. Yeah. And yeah. The, yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't, the Kirkwood lighting wasn't bad about good. that, too. Yeah. It was, it was. You ever played Kirkwood? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh the, yeah. The windows going across. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it yeah. out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. No, but when you tweeted that out, I'm like, I, I'm the stick and puck. Yeah, I do. And yeah. I I want to do that. That's why. I, I, I not even just a not I just like at the the last time I went and just skated around for fun just like was maybe a year and a half ago just to screw around mm. in the park. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. We should we should do that. So if nothing else, over the next two weeks, let's go do the 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 go to Global Brew in Edwards Hill and oh. get the simulator. Okay. They, they, they have the they, they have the golf and uh, soccer. Oh and hockey. yeah, they used to have that at um, Dave and Buster's, right? Yeah. The, yes. I don't know. Well, I assume so. But they, yeah, Global Brew in Edwards Hill, the new place. They have uh, simulators for golf, and you can do hockey. And well, you have sticks back just there. The whiskey talking. You know, at the no, at uh, recess or, STL, they have they have hockey. They do have, they really? Uh, they have they're kind of like the sauce toss stuff. Yeah. But there were guys back there. It was kind. Of, and I don't want to sound bragging you here. You talk shit. I don't want to. But it, I, there were guys playing, and they were you know trying to lift the puck, and they couldn't get it off the ground, and and I just wait my turn to play, you know, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I go back there, and uh, so the, the people that are playing leave, and so I, we go up there, and and uh, I just I I just take take up wrist shots on the on the on the goal they have on the on the, on the wall in the distance, the tarp behind it, and uh, I'm just I'm hitting the goal, hitting the goal, hitting the goal, and then I just land some slap shots, you know, and I'm and I I kid you not, I destroyed the net. It they had they had it uh, clamped on with these zip ties all around it. And they all oh, popped. That's not good. No, it was, but the, but they, were, they weren't real pucks. They were they were Jim Mylak pucks. Yeah, no, they were no, they were like hollow. The, the Mylak ones, the, the, the oh, plastic Jim, ones, Jim pucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the soft rubber ones, not the hard plastic crap ones. 
So, uh, and I'm just, I'm laying a slap shot and I'm just like hitting this thing. And, and <laughs> I see these zip ties popping off, popping off, popping <laughs> off. And there's a guy behind me going, Oh, Al McKinnis out there. <laughs> and, uh, that was, I mean, I'll tell you what, that was just a little goal, a little sauce toss thing, just wrist shots and slap shots. And that was a blast. I had yeah. so much, it was fun playing for like 10 minutes, just shooting around. It was fun. I don't know. I just, I, I, I miss hockey. I haven't played. I, like I know. I know. I, 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 I play miss... two to three times a week. You fuckers even join me. I, I do. I like, yeah, well, I, I have kids and uh, it makes it difficult. <laughs> I've got a kid and I just put him in his cage and go play hockey. You have a babysitter that can uh, watch your <laughs> kid while you go play too. <laughs> No, I seriously. Ring your bell like, if you need anything, son. That that has probably been <laughs> the the most consistent thought for me over the last month is how much I miss going into the rink and smelling that awful smell. Oh, I know, right? You miss the smells. You walk into a rink nowadays, you're like, oh man, I yep. miss that. I wish I had my bag on my shoulder. You know, yep. walking in, Jesus, yep. it's fun. Uh, I'll Austin never Lynch wheel says, my bag. Wilmore Park, Lindenwood <laughs> Park, both really good places for roller and floorball. If I ever wheel my bag, shoot me. <laughs> oh, never, never, ever, ever. That, that was one of my favorite letter. Yeah. We'll episodes. go, we'll go, yeah. we'll go. We'll at the very least, we'll go to the little brew over break and uh, uh, we'll, we'll do some shoot around there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm if in, not, I'm in, if not, we'll go to the park too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just shoot around. It's supposed to be 60 degrees on Christmas. All right. We'll do it. Hey guys, we'll I'm it. pretty sure this is a blues podcast. Maybe we should get back to some <laughs> Wait, blues. Wait, All right. So the blues beat, uh, <laughs> the blues beat uh, Colorado five to two. Extend their lead over Colorado in the division uh, in the conference three points. Uh, outshot Colorado 35-28. Went two for three on the power play. Colorado went one for two. And uh, keep in mind, those two were in the same power play. Well, y- yes. The well, the, four minute, yeah. the, right the, the cadre, I can't high believe stick. I got. Oh, I, I didn't Whatever. high stick him. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and Colorado loses tonight, so they one of their games in hand, they uh, just pissed away. So... Uh, the Blues have uh, a three-point lead uh, with uh, one more game played than Colorado, so they actually have the conference outright right now, no matter what Colorado does. Yep. Yeah. Um, 2-1 to one last night versus Edmonton, Blues win. Uh, Koskinen versus Allen. Uh, Allen got the home start, which was... Uh, Dude, goaltending in this... God. Unreal. Yeah. God. Unreal goaltending. Unreal, and it's interesting, it's interesting because uh, before the game, there was a lot of talk online about, uh, oh, Allen's getting a home start. And this is what we talked about. This is the scenario we were talking about weeks ago. It's like, when's Allen going to get the next home start? He's going to start home and home eventually. When's it going to be? This was the day. Uh, and, and as it turns out, it may be, nothing's been said, but speculatory, uh, that Bennington might be hurt. Yeah. Uh, he, missed, so. he skipped the optional. Right skipped on the optional. Wins. Before this game. The day yeah. before this game, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. didn't practice. And then he didn't start this game. And he didn't practice... At least most of the practice today. Yeah. He may have joined it late there, but nothing was said like from uh, reporters. To start next game. We know that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. So, so that could have been the reason why Allen started. Uh, there was a lot of controversy. Is uh, not controversy. Discussion about which hopefully is productive and, and interesting. Why things have to go so negative? Uh, you know, if someone questions why someone's starting, people like got to go off the deep end. It's like no, it's, it's discussion. What the fuck? You know, why can't you talk about stuff? Um, <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, I'll admit, like, it was a legit you question. guys are thinking the same thing. Is is okay? Why is Ellen getting the start? Right. You know, Be, because there's a there's an away game coming up uh, this week. Christmas uh, breaks coming up. That, and this the is not a busy. It's not terrible. It's not a bit. There's 
two days off after after last night's game. And we there was not a and granted, uh, Benson had started what four less five or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, so I, but he wasn't like taxed. Yeah. And so there was a discussion as far as and and, and possible injury was brought like up. You said exactly what it was. Discussion. Yes. That's all it was. It sh- was it should have been. This should be a Bennington start. And it, it wasn't. It normally it would be. Yeah. And I, I mean, if I'm thinking he's hurt because he's not practicing. So and, that, and that I'm thinking it's a minor injury. It's got to be because he backed up. Alan. And it's and you know what? And it might even might not be an injury in per se. I mean, it might be something where it's okay. Your your backup is Chad Johnson. We don't have a goalie to go to. You've got to play through this injury. Yeah. Right now, Jake Allen's playing fantastic. Like yeah. I said, best hockey I think I've ever seen him play. I agree. Outside the Minnesota not? series, which was a short, which was, I mean, only a handful of games. He's yeah. done it longer here. Yeah, so. he has. No, that's, he. That's yeah. what I like, and I think it's just, hey, you know what, Jordan, not feeling a hundred percent. If you if you're ninety percent, take some time off. We got we got a backup here who's playing his his ass off, so we don't need you to play through an injury. You gotta, Just take some time off. And you got to hope this isn't some kind of outlier performance at home because uh, we talked about before many times that his home numbers were atrocious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his last – I think he came in for a leaf at home uh, not too long ago, and then he's got the, this, this home start, and he's played well. He came in relief at the Toronto game, right? Uh, yeah. And he allowed one, I think. Yeah. 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 Didn't play bad. but Bennington played bad. Yes. Yeah, yes. That was a yes. bad game. So – I mean, so hopefully this is not an outlier uh, uh, game for him, and he plays well at home. And there was a comment on Twitter. I don't know who it was. I'm not going to give him the time of day, but it was the. <laughs> uh, I think someone saw that. You guys saw this, right? Yeah. Where yeah he said, you sent it to us. Did I send it to you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, basically, no. They, they didn't. Basically, they just said Jake Allen is the better goaltender of the two. That's not true. I mean, that's not true. I mean, I think right now the he's best, playing. He's the best case you can make is that they're equal, but given the past, oh, right. Bennington's your guy. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I thought about this a lot today, leading up to the show. Like, how do we, how do we, really break this down? I love how Jake Allen is playing right now, but. If we had the opportunity to move him for the sake of moving him to a different a different opportunity in his career, I would take it in a heartbeat because boy. we know we know right. the other side of the coin. I, I agree. I, 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 boy, if you post it on Twitter. Yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, got, you want to trade Jake Allen? You've got to select I, that, about seven people who are going to. But that's no, I agree. Like, no, I, I don't want I don't want to trade him right now. But if we did, I would understand perfectly that it it's a good thing in the long term. Sure, because Jake Allen is not going to be here after his contract's over. You wouldn't think. Yeah. Uh, uh, He'd have to take a significant pay cut. Yeah. Right. And if he and if, if he's he, as good in the locker room as they say he is, he would. Okay, give him a raise. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. And and he. So he's not going to be here after his contract's over, which he's got one more year after this one, on his contract. So, um. And he may be gone at the deadline. He may be gone in the off season because players with one year left in the contract, that's a desirable thing. You know, it's not uh, players. The teams that trade for players, 
to take a chance on someone. They're only locked in for one year. So if they're not, if they, if it's not, doesn't work out, they can just let him go or whatever. Um, so he's a, he, and if he plays like this the rest of the season, he's not going to start in the playoffs. I mean, unless there's a total turnaround between Bennington and Allen. If Bennington falls off the table, Allen keeps playing this way for the next two months, then you have a discussion. Who do you start in the playoffs, right? So I don't see that happening because Bennington's playing very well. Mm-hmm. But Allen's just playing really well too right now. So I still have to laugh at that. <laughs> Who do you start in the playoffs? I start the goalie that won us fucking Stanley Cup. I know, I know, it's, I know. It's funny know. because we, we sit here all the time. I mean, how many times have we said the term goalie controversy? Yet, for us at least, and I think honestly most of Blues Nation, there's no controversy here. It's still Bennington. Play Allen right now, sure. He's playing great. You sure. keep it up. But there's no controversy. Every time a backup played well when Allen was in goal, yes, it was a goalie controversy because usually that backup was playing because Allen was playing horrible. And so it was, well, we've got to put the other guy in because he's got to do better than what what Allen was doing. Right now it's, hey, just Play him because he's playing well, and yeah, he's playing well on top of Bennington playing well. Right, just give him starts. Bennington's playing. Hey, uh, last I looked, Ben has a Bennington has two point four something e, uh, ERA, mm. <laughs> uh, GAA, and a what's his uh, WHIP? His WHIP is a uh, <laughs> one point one two. Uh, no, uh, and his uh, his save percentage is like a nine twenty. Yeah, so nine twenty is. To me, I've said this before, 920 is uh, like bottom line what you want your starter to have. 920 plus, be, that'd be really good. So, uh, and, and Jake Allen's at 930, I think it is. And uh, his uh, GAA is uh, 2.2 something. So is it, he's about 0.2 better than, than Bennington right now uh, and uh, better save percentage-wise too. But he's played in a lot less games too. But let's face it too. This is something that not only us – but many people in in the blues realm has said this is where he belongs right and, and he's thriving it, right now he is and uh, like we've talked about you just you just you you hope the other shoe doesn't fall like it has in the past and if it does they've if got it, a they've got a confident that's guy right. that's going to Here's the deal. One. Here's the deal though. An argument can be made that with Allen playing well you sell high. Well and, and I think that's because you that because that's if, been if, the, if, if that's you look in the Twitter fodder, right? That that's that's been what people have been saying. You know, the, the Allen haters. Discuss, it, let's have a discussion. Let's not have a haters issue. It's, that's that's so ridiculous to me. Um, <laughs> I, sell let's have high. A discussion. Sell high. Well, you know what? I mean, if if Doug Armstrong has tried to trade Allen in the past, which I I think we can safely assume that. At least conversations have been had. Then, if his value right now is as high as it's ever been, which you could argue that it might be, then why wouldn't you at least explore the, the idea of trading him to someone yeah. if it could help your team? Right, but but the thing is, it's it's got to be somebody, someone coming to you. This isn't something that Armstrong right. is going to well, pick up the phone you'd and, get more that way, and say, yeah. hey, Jake Allen's really good right now. You want him? <laughs> right, you can't do that. I wouldn't right. think that would no. work out too well. And, and right now, they're they're just they're, – and, and I think the Blues last year, probably it's the, the success that 
they had after January 10th, a lot of teams are thinking, no, we're not out of it yet. Yeah. So, so right, right now is not the time that you want to talk. Three weeks from now, maybe. Maybe after the Rangers game. Somebody's uh, somebody's gonna say, you know, we need we need to do something about our goaltending. Here's uh, the, the Ottawa Senators are gonna win the Stanley Cup this year. I think we can all agree <laughs> on that, right? Here, here's the deal with this though: is that if uh, if if Allen does have his yearly January swoon that he always seems to have, uh huh, and we don't move him before January, and for whatever fucking reason, he goes in the tank in January. You're thinking, what if? You know, I mean, I don't know if what you can get for him, or what, but I think if I think if you're, but I like I like I'm, the team right now. I I'm, like it the way it is right now. I do. Not, I like it. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this confidently. I don't think he's gonna have his normally normal okay. January February because school. he's regular because backup. he's a backup okay. and he doesn't have the pressure this time. All right, Bennington's your guy, and okay. I don't. Even if Allen starts a lot in the next month, I think he knows he's still the backup. Lord Bennington brought this team a Stanley Cup. This is such a funny conversation over the conversations we've had in the past about about Jake Allen. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so over the course of his career, we've always talked about him as you know a one B. Now right. I, I I think you have to define him solidly as the two. He's two. Oh yeah, well, I mean, because because of Bennington, I mean, yeah. if 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 we didn't have a capable, solid number one like Bennington has, you know, established himself as, I think right now, it's I mean, uh, he's almost been in the league. What January seventh would be a year, so he's coming up on a year. So, I think because of the way Bennington has played, I think that makes Allen number two. I think if if we had a number one who was up and down like Allen was, then you have the controversy again because Allen's playing well as a backup. So if you had an Allen-like as number one that we had in the past with Allen, you know what I mean? Right. So That said, I, I will say that I, I think, you know, in terms of recency, the worst game that Bennington played as a blue was the Toronto game. And that's I yeah, think, I agree. I, yeah. I think it's fresh. Well, in, I think it's fresh in everyone's mind. And with as well as Jake Allen played last night, God, he was fucking lights out. That the save that he so made good. on McDavid on the oh, power play. Oh, oh, oh. God, was it the, the the on the, the kneeling save? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. And I I think the the Allen. Jake Allen fan club people that that want to try to make this a bigger controversy than it is not weird came out came out of the woodwork because of that Be, because Bennington that had, every this, time, had had his worst game recently and Allen is playing better than he has in a long time but Bennington played very well against Colorado he did so oh, he did, he did. Yeah. fantastic so I mean you he, know. so Bennington and, and the other thing about the Toronto game that was the second shift game in a row. But it was his worst game, I think, that he played as a blue. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, Bill, how know. many bad games for Montreal did Patrick Waugh have? <sighs> Trade me right fucking now. <laughs> uh, Detroit was 9-1. to one. Yeah. Was that the uh, score of that game? Yeah. He was in for how many of those? Uh, seven. Keith Price is uh, wanting the Blues to trade Jake Allen. He says, trade him for some fucking used toys. <laughs> <laughs> they brought their fucking toys. I, uh, yeah. 
He also says it's not that uh, I'm an Allen fan, but I am more of a believer in a true number one and a true backup. I, you know what? I know that like the trend in the NHL the last 15 years has been one A, one B. I'm 100 percent with him. I I've said that before. I think if you're going to win a Stanley Cup, you've got a guy that the team knows they're going to play in front of every single night, and they're going to say, okay. He plays this way. He's yeah. going to control the rebounds. He's not going to control the rebounds. He's going to kick him to the corner. He's going to kick him to the slot. That, Whatever it is, they they know that goalie is going to do this, and that is what leads to a Stanley Cup. Sure, and I think that makes it so much easier to play in front of a goalie. Yeah, you've got a guy with with, with you, you know what he's going to do. You know his tendencies. Um, that's got to be easier to play in front of the same goalie almost every night. Yep, I agree. And in the playoffs. That's who you're going to see every night, pretty yep. much. You're not going to see a rotation, which was suggested by some people on Twitter to, to start Allen some of the games in the playoffs last year. I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, no. never, no, he, ever. And that's just the Blues fans being conditioned being, to the way it's been. No, I think it was some Blues fans being stupid. That is too. It, but, is, but, I mean, is it's, it Locker or is it Elliot? would give up, what, five <laughs> goals, and the Blues would play horrendous in front of him. And they'd say, well, I mean, Jake Allen's getting the next start, right? No, no, that's you, not how winning teams work. Have you seen Bennington's record after a loss too, yeah. as well? I mean, come right. on, right? In thirteen in, and one last year, twelve and one, yeah. something like that. Right up until the Toronto game this year, he always had the bounce back. Yeah, yep. I mean, game seven after game six. Yeah, I mean that's. And, and I paid a lot of money to be in game six. <laughs> Sorry, I, I keep I keep reminding myself of this yeah, well, all the time. It was, it's a good story. Still paid it off. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? End of the day, it was worth it. It was. It yeah. was. Uh, so, uh, uh, Shen uh, got the Blues on the board. His 15th of the season from Dennis Schwartz. Uh, Mackenzie McEachern uh, got his 6th of the season Wait. from... How did you say that? Mackenzie McEachern. McEachern. Because that's the way it's pronounced and spelled. I think it's McCreckerian. Contrary <laughs> to what some broadcasters Dr. Hook, Tim say, <laughs> Tim McCracken. It's not McCreckerian. Yeah, McCreckerian. No. So, so last night when he scored the goal, Kelly pronounced it perfectly. Did he? He did. I think he maybe he goes back and forth. Doesn't know he it. Does. He because, does. Because uh, do you see what I tweeted? Yeah, I tweeted the pronunciation of it. Yeah. <laughs> Was it's, that from Hockey Reference? It was from... It might have been. The NHL media site has it as McEckern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's right. because that's the way it's spelled. I should send that's you the way it's spelled. I should send you that audio so then every show you can add in exactly what the NHL says <laughs> it is. McEckern. Mackenzie McEckern. Not McEckern. Yeah. That's He's, the, it's not like a damn fool to say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's make like a tree and leave. Uh, one hell of a goal on that one. That was huge, first of all. Oh, uh, he, obviously uh, game winner. But McEachern's? McEachern's? Oh, he, uh, <laughs> yes. he, he uh, out uh, hustled, uh, outraced uh, McDavid yeah, into uh, to, uh, the, the spot there in the Have low I slot. Have I mentioned lately how much I love Mackenzie McEachern's game? He's been good. He's been fun. He's been good. I mean, he's he's uh, chipping in just enough, and he just, he kind of shows up on the scoreboard just enough. I just feel like he's a perfect bottom six guy. He's he's really good. He hits. He, he, yeah. he is. Fast. Yeah. I mean, what's not to like? No. 
And and on the play, I mean the the setup by Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, oh, oh to yeah, buy, to buy time to let McEachern cut down the middle and then throw backhand sauce right yep. into the middle. I think it was a, a prawn on the board, some nice work, and then Riley behind the net, nice work on a cutback. Yeah. And then uh, a nice little saucer pass over, uh, uh, what's his, uh, uh, the blade, the, the goalie stick. Koskinen. Yeah. Koskinen. Koskinen? Whatever the. Koskinen. Koskinen. Uh, over his stick. Uh, perfect. Perfect. I think you're thinking of Tommy Sello. And then, <laughs> and then uh, McEachern <laughs> doesn't just put it low on the ice. He gets it halfway up the fucking post you know yeah. he gets elevation so and, and i mean how good was Koskinen like throughout that game it took a perfect shot to beat him yeah he was so good yeah i mean i mean the the blues had the the of uh, uh, an elongated five on three yeah and yeah. david perron had i don't know how many great chances he, that the save that that Koskinen made on perron was Got to be top five saves of the oh, year. Oh, right? the one time the, the stretch, yes. stretch beautiful with stretch the blocker. I don't think they got enough credit God, for this. No, uh, how difficult they talked about how good a save. They talked about it was a great save, but that was it. And I'm like, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that's that that's was fantastic. Save. I, I mean, that's that's a goal ninety nine times out of a hundred. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh yeah. my God, uh, it, it was totally changed gears here and ask you a question. Did you get an audio file from our friend at the Oilers Live podcast? Did I? Did I'm I? asking you. Did no, you? I don't think so. Ah, wow. No, you better pay up, son. No, uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. We had a we had a wager with the uh, Oilers Live. Uh, Michael podcast. Hebert. Yes, good uh, friend of the show. Actually, he he actually uh, contacted us and asked if we wanted to uh, a little friendly wager on the game. I said, ah, sure, why not? Worked out well for us with the Teal Town podcast last year. So we... Uh, Jeff drank the last beer today. He did. I did. So uh, we said, sure, why not? And the wager was a, a pre-recorded soundbite about, you know, from, from the other show to our show. So, uh, yeah. Wait, I can, I can do my best Michael impersonation if you want. Um, <laughs> what was the... Because he sent us in the message uh, exactly what was supposed to be said. He sent us the message? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Oh. oh, yeah, 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 right. Um, Sorry, yeah, before the bet, or as the bet was being made. Good Lord, I, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on finding this. Uh, all right, here he goes. All right, so uh, here's a little uh, Let's Go Blues radio theater for you. This is my, uh, my Michael A. Bear impersonation. Hey, it's the Oilers Live podcast, and I think the St. Louis Blues is far superior to the Edmonton Oilers. Now here's Let's Go Blues Radio. That's what he was supposed to send us, and he has not sent it. So, Michael, if you're listening. Granted, it was last night. Do it. So do it now. That's all right. He's got a week. We'll give all him right. a week. We'll give him a week. Give him a week. I'm cool with that. I mean, people are busy. They have day yeah. jobs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Christmas coming up and uh, well, yeah. Hanukkah. He may have like 14 kids. We don't know. Kwanzaa and gotta buy. Yeah. Flag Day, all that. Yeah, Groundhog Day is coming yep. up soon. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Kurt's birthday. Right, right. I expect many gifts, mm-hmm. many much gifts. Uh, the uh, Shen goal, which I didn't mention, was a breakaway, which is a nice snipe, which, uh, which I, you know, uh, he did, Schwartz did a very nice job backtracking on this play to break up the Oilers' uh, zone entry at the blue line. Uh, moved the puck to uh, Dunn, who then found Shen uh, in behind the Oilers' D, uh, and then Shen sniped Koskinen uh, upper glove to put the Blues up one nothing. Perfect shot. Great. You know, I mean, players making plays. That's what you got to do, you know? Yeah, taking advantage of a 
pretty poor uh, line change by the Oilers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Brad Marchand to was be honest, nice for the Oilers. To be honest, though, it, 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 they, <laughs> he was changing. Was it? Was I, I'm trying. I, I looked to see if it was a bad change, and the, the Oilers had four guys in the blue at the blue, Blues blue line when that pass was made to Shen. So I mean, it was probably a combination of a a, a, a bad last guy on the change. Uh, uh, or whatever, uh, and the rest of the line uh, not playing D because <laughs> they were all in the offensive zone uh, really when the puck wasn't. So, uh, Kaskinen. Uh, Kaskinen. Well, Ka- Koskinen. 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 <laughs> Shut up. Um, I was looking at Cassian's name, and I got him mixed up. Oh, fuck Cassian. But, but anyway, James Neal. shit. <laughs> oh, well, James Neal uh, got the goal for Edmonton to make it 2-1. to one. Did, um, they, did they officially credit him? Because I thought it went off uh, Nugent Hopkins. When I when I looked at the pregame notes, it was I'm on Anatoly sure. Kahn, it was Neil's goal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Neil's goal. So uh, 16th of the season from Cassian and, and uh, Dreisaitl. But Brube challenged this goal for goal-to-turn interference. <laughs> this, now... <laughs> This Jake, is a, Jake Allen and getting pushed I know, right? five feet out of the slot is Happened not with, goalie interference. It was in the Boston. Was it Boston? Yeah, it was Boston. Yeah, yeah. Boston basically just uh, bum rushed him <laughs> and knocked him five feet out of the goal. Two years ago? Uh, it was last season, wasn't it? So, so we have to give props to the NHL for being consistent here. I guess. Right? I don't know. But uh, this, this was interesting because – uh, I, I, I felt I felt it was goaltender interference. I did, but there was a minute fifty left. And I know what you're going to say. There's a minute fifty left in this game. We're up by two. We're up by two. Now it's two to one. If you're wrong on this, it, you're shorthanded against the league's best power play over thirty percent. So do you challenge this with the crazy? Never know what they're going to uh, rule goaltender interference referees that we have now uh, and risk that penalty or do you let mm-hmm. it go and just worry about killing off the man advantage being being the, they pull their goalie uh, so it's it's six on it's a six on five uh, if you don't challenge this and it's two to one for a minute 50 or if you challenge and lose then it is a six on four against the best believes with power play or you challenge a win, two nothing, game's over. Uh, so this, I mean, the, there's like seven questions in there, Kurt. But... What I'm saying is, would you <laughs> would you have challenged? Because those, those I, are the, I will those, tell you that you would honestly, have you would have challenged. I would have challenged. See, yes. I know, because you said I, now you're now very my, aggressive the, now and the you question fly is, by the seat of your pants. Yes, and you're very. Uh, now, yeah. my, the que- if the question is, do you think this is goal interference? I'm actually going to disagree because okay. I know you think it was. I don't think it was, but. If the question is, do you challenge, I say yes, because, like you said, NHL has been all over the board on goal interference. I think it's gotten better the last year or so, but they've been all over the board. So it's like, okay, you know what? Let's just hope that this works. And, you know, you got your eye in the sky. He's one of the best in the league in um, Sean so you, Farrell. So you don't think it was goal interference, I did not believe but you would have challenged. But I would have challenged, yes. Wow. I That's know. irresponsible. <laughs> because... Because you have to take into consideration they have the league's best thir- over thirty percent. But you also have to take into consideration the and Blues, they're pulling their goalie. That the Blues made the Oilers' power play look horrible the entire game. I understand that we have a good penalty kill, and I get it. They, I they get dominated. It. They every hit the power post. Play. 
they hit they the did post. Hit the post. You're right. They they easily could have scored. They beat Allen, but they they just they, I mean, they fucking yeah, just missed. And it could have went in. So I mean, it came that close. So I I think that that's interesting. That you don't think it was interference, you would have challenged. I do think it was. I wouldn't have challenged because <laughs> I didn't want to risk uh, the the penalty because because you never know what they're going to say. I just feel like you have confidence in your penalty killers to still get it done if you don't get the call your way. You could argue that they didn't get it done. I mean, they did. You could, they, but did. they did. But I know. What you're I saying. understand. They hit the post. They beat Allen, but it just. It, I mean, and I know that you've got bad like two of the most dynamic scores in the yes. NHL and one power play. And they're going to be out there for the entire minute fifty. Yeah. But it's just, I feel like that entire game, the way it went, the Blues made them look so much. The what Blues were better on the penalty kill. What would you have done, Bill? The won the power play. Would you have challenged that play? No. Okay. Because of what happened in Boston two years ago, I think that was that was the precedence for that play. Jake Allen's two feet out of his crease. He gets, I mean, to me, absolutely that is goalie interference. But because of the precedence that was set in the Boston game two years ago where he was two feet out of the crease and never had the opportunity to get back in his net because of the contact outside of the crease. And Chris Rooney, I believe, was the official in oh, that game. No. He had <laughs> really? such a shit fucking game last night. That was a terrible the, oh, game. Him and, was awful. and the other guy was, he, it yeah, was like his third NHL game, whatever. Yeah. Don they Van Massenhoven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't blame I him because he was. was new. No, I don't I don't no he was new. No, the, the guy last night, it was like one of his, his first yeah, five NHL remember. games. He was, yeah. Yeah. He was he was bad. Yes, um, they they no. missed that. They missed the Sunquist hit. They uh, on Sunquist. Right. They well, missed a, a hit on Shen. I think it was. Well, uh, I, just, I couldn't the believe the first two Blues penalties was terrible. Oh, awful. Oh, that not, hook. Oh, was it, was it, not a the, hook. They, they, they called it a slash. Slash. They called yeah. it a slash when uh, Petrangelo's stick was being held. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Awful. Horrible. Call. Awful call. Yeah. Just I mean horrible officiating. That was some hustling. Well, and the Blues still won it. Yeah, I will. I will say I was so I have I have very few tweet notifications. NHL player safety is one of them, and yeah, when the, me. the the yeah, <laughs> it, I won't say which hashtag with you, but <laughs> but the when I got only one tweet notification from NHL player safety today, and it was the uh, the Debrinkat. Um, uh, knocking um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ranton into the boards in the, the Blackhawks game and he's fined. Like, where where the fuck is this with Cassian? He's he's a repeat offender. I and I, I, I don't I don't he he launched himself into Sunkfest. I, I don't I don't and, and apparently I, someone said that I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, he, the referees apologized, the officials apologized to Brube after the first period uh, after seeing the replay. Well, both those penalties were bullshit. Oh, they're awful. They I mean, they they so if if that's the case, the officials did give the Blues the five on three to begin the second period, like which couple, which, couple. which we haven't scored on in three years. It's been three <laughs> years. Thanks, five Chris Rudy. Five on three in three yeah. years. So like, he's actually punishing the Blues when he does that. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is guaranteed. Uh, I'm gonna no make goal. sure you don't score for the next two minutes. Uh so. Anyway, this uh, I don't know. I listen. Um, I I, I would have challenged just because I feel like that is just 
it's, it's, it's a rule we don't understand. Right. So NHL. why would you challenge it though and risk the power? We don't, the, we don't the, get it. We I know, know. I know. But you're, like but said, if you're because, wrong, you get a penalty. But the Blues' penalty kill was so good in that game. But that's again. But we're already winning. We're, we're, we're yeah, why? Yeah. But you also want to preserve the shutout for your goalie. You want to win the game. Well, you want to win the game. I yes. mean, the shutout. But secondary. I just feel like, yeah. But I mean, that if you win that challenge, you're still up two goals, I, and you don't have a right. Goal which, which I'm telling you what, if you I challenge, you, I fly if by you the challenge seat of my pants in the in coaching, I, that's why I, I said that's why I said I knew what you're going to do. But to me, if you're going to challenge in that situation, up uh, up by one, if you lose, and you get a penalty, and with a minute fifty left in the game, and against the league's best power play at over thirty percent, which is really really fucking good. Uh, you gotta be fucking sure they're gonna they're gonna rule in your favor. Are you, you have ever to be sure in goalie interference though? And ever no. that no. and that no. no, you're not. But in that situation, especially especially with the play uh, where Allen was interfered with last year in Boston, two two years two years ago, whatever in Boston, that 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 play comes to mind where I thought for sure they were gonna say. No that, now that one I agree with you. That sure but, so, yes. but to me it was it was so similar. He's he's out of the net and he is he is knocked into by an opposing player. Not pushed either. Right. And and he cannot get back to the goal. Right. I I think well And this was I, even I, worse than the Boston one because I guess the one in Boston you could even you could even well not they destroyed him in Boston, but with the Boston play, you could make an argument maybe that he didn't have a chance to get back in that to make the save anyway had he not been interfered with. I think that was the issue, that the discussion. But go ahead, sorry. Well, I, I, I think unfortunately <laughs> for for us Blues fans, the uh, the book on Jake Allen, at least as far as the officials go, is that he's going to get himself out of position. Yeah. And if that's the case, eh, it's his own fucking fault. Yeah, I mean, I, I just felt like with this one, he was already out of the crease when he was interfered with. And he, he made a well, play at the top of I the know. crease. I get it. I think the only, I know what you're the only reason you think that, though, is because of what happened in Boston. Because that, that was the Maybe only logic that could explain it, why that wasn't goalie interference. You know what, though? It doesn't matter if you're out of the crease. You, can be, you, can't, you, you can't make I contact. I don't feel like he was run over. He wasn't run like, over. I feel he, like it was Cassidy incident, was just trying to make a play towards the net. Right, but it, prohibit, it, it prevented Allen from getting back in the net to make the save. Right. That's the thing with me. He couldn't get back in position to make the save. He was prevented. He actually got knocked over trying to, make, trying to get back in. But, and actually, to Allen's credit, remember in Boston, he, was, he caught a lot of flack for not, like, showing outrage mm -hmm. and he actually at least oh, he, he made a pissed. motion yeah, yeah he, was he was pissed he like put his arms up and he he pointed so he actually actually made an effort to say yeah. he thought he was interfered with and i think that probably helped sean farrell decide like we need to challenge this maybe like, yeah doesn't show that kind of emotion i, I yeah but i i still wouldn't have done it because i'm like i'll take my chances with i mean our our, our penalty kill okay here, I'll counter your your whole uh, argument with uh, our penalty kill was making them look silly. Uh, I trust them. Okay, so I'll give my penalty kill one more defender because they're going to pull their goalie six on five. So I'll give our penalty kill that much more power against their six guys, two on one, or uh, with a two to one score. I don't know what you want me to say that. Uh, I'm just, I'm just say you're right. <laughs> just say you're right. Uh, you know, really a penalty kill technically, but I see your point. Right. No, I, I, but I, 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 I follow your logic. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, that, I mean, for me, for me, you don't challenge it because of what happened in Boston two years ago, and that's part of it too. Right. I, I, well, and, and Bruber wasn't here there for that, so no. <laughs> and, and that's why I thought when I saw that, I'm like, this is a very interesting situation that you don't really see a whole lot of. It's like that late in the game. You you take the you challenge it if you're wrong it's a penalty kill now you're only up by one against the league's best power play very a lot of variables interesting that I thought would be a good discussion so right um, you know. so the last point I'll make about this is so obviously we challenged we lost the Oilers got the power play in the last play of the game puck was on McDavid's stick he got a. He, a pretty low percentage shot off that made its way through. Allen made the save. And that's I, that's the one on the backhand. No, no, it was a, a wrist shot out from the point. That's right. You know, you know who was you know who was out there on the penalty kill to end the game for the Blues? Vladimir Chebaturkin. No, De La Rose was out there. Yeah, he's. I've I've been loving him at center. He, I think he actually cleared the zone on the last. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. last few seconds. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. I, I when I saw him out, I'm like, wow, he's. I mean, I, I've I've I, when we traded for him, I was like, right, what the I fuck? Mean, you know, for, for a couple of weeks, uh, for yeah. for almost a month after that trade, we kept saying, wouldn't you rather have Robbie Fabry on this team now that we've got all these injuries? You know what? I still would, but whatever. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's looked great though. He has. I, I love I, the way Dylan Rose has looked. He's, 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 look, he's looking and I good. I think that's why they got him. He's a Ruby type guy. I mean, he's not. He hasn't been flashy or stellar. I just think he's been solid. He's good. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's been his job. Yeah. Beauty backhander goal on Corey Crawford. Yeah, but so you know, nice. But first goal is still Corey Crawford. Crawford. Second goal of the season. I know. <laughs> uh, the uh, Blues outshot the Oilers forty-four to thirty-six. They just they uh, again. I think Koskinen. I know that we used to bitch about like. The, the announcer's always saying, like, oh, the goalie just stole this game for the other team. But, like, that was a game, I feel like, two years ago, Blues don't score a goal, and they lose one nothing. I mean, Koskinen yeah. looked fantastic in that game, and the Blues just, they kept pouring it on. And that, I think that's the difference that we're seeing with this Blues team is they'd have two stellar periods before and just dominate. And it's like, okay, how did they not have a goal yet? Third period, they come out flat. Now it's keep going, guys. Keep going. We're gonna beat them. We're gonna keep scoring goals. We just gotta keep going at them. That's what they're doing, and it's working. Over uh, five on the power play with the Blues. The Blues held uh, the top ranked power play, uh, which is over thirty uh, percent. I think it was thirty one percent at this game. It's like uh-huh. thirty point something right now. Uh, two over four. Uh, horrendous game for the officials. We talked about. Uh, the Blues shut down McDavid, Dreisaitl, and McKinnon, the league's top three point producers in the past two games, limiting them to a combined two assists. Uh, they have combined for 169 points so far this season. Um, granted, Colorado did have a number of high-danger scoring chances, but uh, still, they were mostly kept off the board. So you really can't uh, complain too much about that. You four-game win streak, three against uh, uh, very good teams, the other being Chicago. Ha! Huh. um so uh i mean we can shoot on chicago all we want i don't care if that's the detroit red wings this season who have lost what they lost 11 games in a row for a while there Mm -hmm. coming back 3-0 in the third period that's Uh, ridiculous that's fantastic they're still uh, with all jokes aside they are an nhl team yeah they have some very good players but 
they're going through a really rough patch. Ace um, of NHL players and Brent Seabrook. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> with whom they are forced to play uh, because of his contract. Right. That, that was, that was, oh, God, I love that tonight on NHL Today. Did you, did you guys say that today? I didn't see it, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I forget who the, the the name of the the lady who's the uh, the host. Oh, uh, Jackie Redman. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. She was like, so if you're the guy that sits in favor of Zebra playing, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's pressing the issue, and Kevin Weeks and um, H E J Raddick are like. Like trying to avoid it, like it's the plague. It's, oh it's, she's man! Pressing it. I'm like, I fucking love it. God, <laughs> Seabrook is so bad. <laughs> yeah, and and she, you know she was even going back to push it to say, even Duncan Keith won't defend the guy. Yeah. Let's <laughs> uh, uh-huh. see. We talked about Jake Allen. We talked about uh, Bennington. Uh, about the there was a collision early in the Colorado game uh, where he was hunched over. Uh, and the camera cut away right away after uh, they showed him. Uh, and the broadcast bro- broadcast crew. Wait, did... bring Erica back. I know. I should have asked her about it. <laughs> Is, damn it. What, what's going on with Jordan? Erica, if you're listening, come uh, back. They didn't seem to catch it. Uh, but I, I, I saw it on TV, but I didn't think a whole lot of it because he, he continued the game and he played well. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't think of it. Um, but after that, he missed practice. Then he doesn't get the next I start. I mean, it easily could have just been. We talked about this before. How many times have we seen players get hurt early in a game? Don't take yeah. their equipment off. I get sore. Right. And then the next the next yeah. day, even right after to take their skates oh. off, it's, oh, shit, that hurts. You know, it's funny. When you get older, it's not the next day. It's three days later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, oh, my God, that bruise. Why am I, why had a bruise there? Oh, yeah, three days ago. Yeah. I got, that's so. From, that's from three weeks ago. Jeez. Yeah, I've got a terrible bruise right above my ankle. Three weeks ago. And I don't know, I, I haven't played hockey in three weeks. Where the hell did that come from? Yeah, no. <laughs> the the worst bruise I ever had took three weeks to show up. It, it, <laughs> it, it, when it showed up, it was yellow. Oh, oh, yeah, yellow in the oh, it doesn't oh, worse, yeah. Man. It's like oh shit, now I gotta take my leg off. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I have uh, uh, God, malaria. I got, got spun at the top. <laughs> Yeah, I got are you sp- jaundiced? What's the, your leg is all jaundiced? <laughs> I got spun like a top of slap shot from center ice. Oh, oh that's terrible. I caught a slap shot in the tournament, uh, the Stanley Ponder tournament, two, two tournaments ago, or I think it was two tournaments ago. Uh, to the left of that a little bit, a slap shot from the point. Uh, it was one of the big guys that just laid into one, and it got me right at the bottom of the shin guard where the padding is like uh, flush against the the plastic. Yep. And there's like no, oh, oh my god! I, I, was, I, I skated off. I I I finished my shift and I skated off and I went to the locker room. I just chucked my stick and I yelled, I just obscenity. Just I, I know. I wonder how the whole place didn't hear it. I was just so it hurt so fucking bad. I uh, I played last night first time in a couple weeks and I um, I I said this to my teammates. I have I've worn my shin shin guards the exact same way my entire life. I've got a spot, and I'm I'm literally talking half an inch, maybe an inch, of where there's no protection between my ankle and um, and like the where my shin guards are. I mean, it's it's tiny. It's a tiny spot. I've never been hit there my whole life. Last night, I blocked just a pass 
in that spot. It hit me right there. Uh, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> it was Shins are awful, man. Horrible. Shins are awful. You, you bang mm. your shin on something, like you just knock it uh, when you're going to bed. You bang it on like the corner of the bed or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's yeah I can't imagine taking a, a puck to the area that, oh, fuck. You just, do that, you cray yourself. To sleep. Yeah, you do. It, I mean, I, I took my pads we, off, and I'm like, I don't want to walk out of the building right now. This is terrible. When we when we showed up for uh, playoffs uh, that were at All American, when they uh, they fucked up our schedule and they told us the wrong date. Phil Maroon, right? Yes, Phil Maroon. We showed up uh, and uh, we played Team Missouri instead. We showed our team was there and Team Missouri wanted to practice, so we played them and uh, beat them. By the way, Team Missouri. But anyway, uh, I took a slap shot in that game, at the same kind of spot, and boy, man, right there at the the tongue of the uh, the skate. Uh, to the, to the right a little bit. Ooh yeah. Uh, right where right where the that's pad is sewn spot. to the plastic yeah. on the shin guard. Fuck. Yeah, it's a bad that, spot. And it, that swelled up bad. And I, we went to uh, uh, Subway after the after the the scrimmage, and uh, that thing was swelled up big. And yeah. I was the people with me. I was like, "You go to the doctor?" I'm like, "No. I mean, maybe in a few days if it doesn't go it doesn't get better." Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's cracked or anything, but oh man, it was awful. It sucked. There was a time I blocked a shot in the same area, and it was like half of my leg right above where the skate ended was like blown up. And I'm like, the minute I take the skate off, it's going to blow up all Mm. the way across town. And I'm like, I'm just not going to take my skate off. I'm just going (laughs) to sit here for like 20 minutes and not take my skate off. That's exactly what I did. I'm like, I'm too scared to take it off. You ever driven uh, your car with skates on? Yeah, I have to. Too Too many times. I drove a long way, actually. (laughs) I drove from Oak Hill uh, to... uh, what O'Fallon? <laughs> oh damn! And uh, with my skates on, I don't know why I fucking did that. Um, that was you were scared to take them off. <laughs> stupid. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I, it was dumb, but uh, yeah, you figure it out. You know, <laughs> whatever. Cruise control is your best friend. Sure. With that time, uh, stats: the Blues have won four straight. Uh, coming up on the halfway mark of the season, we're thirty-six games into the season. The Blues are twenty-two, eight, and six. Uh, coming into tonight, uh, fifty points. First in the Central, still three points up on the Avs with their loss tonight. Uh, second best record in the NHL. Uh, again, coming in tonight, Washington has 53 points. Coming into tonight, uh, power play ranked eighth, 21.8%. Penalty kill ranked sixth, 84.6, uh, which is a 106.4 combined percentage, which is over the 105 point threshold that is typically uh, just uh, you know, reserved for uh, what teams shoot for. Excellent, actually. Mm-hmm. If you're over 105 uh, percentage uh, combined penalty kill and power play, uh, that is considered excellent. The Blues are at 106.5. 106.4. Huh, almost said the, the old uh, 106.5 radio station in St. Louis. The Q, 106.5. The Q, 106.5. Stephen D.C. Uh, Wait, 104.1. Wasn't that the Q? 106.5 was Q. Yeah. Was that? Uh, 104.1 okay. was KHTR. No. KHTR was... I thought it was the Q one hundred four. Q one hundred six point five. I I want to say KHTR was one hundred four point seven. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Saturday night videos. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, They're fifteenth in uh, goals four per game at three point oh three. So middle of the pack there. Uh, Colorado uh, was first at three point six two. Uh, they're fourth in goals against per game at 2.50. So goals against, good. Goals for, eh, average. So which which kind of 
goes back to the discussion as far as like, will the Blues need any scoring help uh, as the season goes on or in the playoffs? Yeah. As long as you have more goals for than goals against, I think you're doing pretty good. That is true. As long as you, yeah, if you're a defensive, uh, yeah, which they are. I mean, they've they've uh, two point five is very good. Next up for the Blues uh, in San Jose on Saturday versus the Sharks, nine thirty p.m. Central. Uh, we haven't discussed anything with the uh, Teal Town folks. I was just going to say that we need to make sure we contact them uh, about something. Maybe even a maybe maybe we'll uh, hone our way in on their post game show or. Uh, <laughs> Or uh, maybe we'll have them on next week or something. Yeah. I yeah, that'd be a very. I'm wondering if they want to do what? anything else with us ever again. <laughs> <laughs> we should. I should contact them for a wager, because well, what yeah. are they? What, what they are they going to say? Point? Yeah. Are they going to chicken out? Are they going to like say no? Thank you. Well, you got to do it publicly. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, do it on Twitter. Do it publicly. Yeah. They can't say no, right? Right. And then I'll yeah. hack into their account and retweet it, but so everybody sees it. Is, isn't it like? Isn't it like? Kicking a dog on the down because they're kind of struggling right now. They're, they're, they're just fired their coach. Just fired the coach. They're under five hundred. They've lost seven of the last eight. They're sixteen eight and two overall. Twelfth in the in the conference. Sixth in the Pacific. Their goaltending hasn't been good at all. The, the, Marty maybe, Jones. Maybe what we do is we just jump in on their post game show. We should, well, yeah, did you? I I jumped in. I, I when hey, you uh, told er, me Eric, funny. yeah, he was uh, doing his show and uh, he was he was puck guy fourteen. Puck guy fourteen was flying solo yeah. and I was like. And I was I was I was watching I I was on the treadmill just watching the post game uh, watching the start into the Sharks game, and then he was and uh, well no I I know they do a post game show well, I'll I'll flip it on see what they're talking about it was just him, and uh, I'm like yeah, looks like he needs a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so near the end of his show I was like hey uh, you know if I'd have, I'd have joined in uh, been your co-host I was just I seriously was just joking and he goes hey, uh, go ahead and uh, here's my uh, my uh, Skype. And I'm like, okay. And I joined him on the show. We did the last, and I was on for a good 15, 20 minutes just talking. He asked me a question about the Blues. So it was, it was fun. What's good hockey like, Kurt? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, what's the, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time hearing you with the Stanley Cup glare Ooh. in my face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all in good fun. No, we, we love the guys over at Teal Town. Yeah, so yeah. uh, if we don't, even if we don't join in Saturday night on their postgame show, if you're wanting some, Post game blues talk, uh, blues sharks talk. Yeah, make sure you tune in. Give Teal them a listen, USA. Because I'll tell you what, they're uh, great. They do listening, a great job. It, it, it's it's very interesting to hear the opposing sides' view of a game. Yeah. After the blues play them, I I, I used to do that on, on discussion forums. I used to uh-huh. go on the opposing teams discussion forums, one of the popular fan forums, and just read like as the game was going on, the like backtrack in history and just see what they were saying when plays happened. It just, I was very interested to see what, how they view different plays in the game, usually biased, but whatever. Um, it was fun. I liked it. The, the best of that time frame, because when, when I read that the most was during the height of the blues, red wings rivalry. Oh yeah. Red wing, oh, let's go wings. Right? Let's go wings. Let's go yep. wings.com. That, yep. That was so Guys, we had on our so first great. season of the show. Yeah, we had them on the show. And uh, they are no longer around. That shows how long we've been around, folks. Yeah. They uh, they hated me on that forum. They really did. I was, <laughs> I was not a well-liked guy. Uh, Marty Jones, uh, 12, thir- 12 and 13, uh, 888 save percentage, and a 3-3 GAA. Is he the worst starting goal in the NHL? <sighs> yes. He's I, I, Without looking it up, he's got, he's got similar numbers to – Jake Allen, when Jake Allen had the worst numbers of uh, 
backups, I think it was. So he's up there. Uh, Arundel, 4 5 and 0, only got nine starts. Uh, 13 games played. I think his record is 4 and 5. Uh, 8 9 5 save percentage and a 3 1 7 GAA. So neither of the goalies have a save percentage over 9 and or under, or goals against average under 3. Whew. Whew. That's, they're struggling over there. That's they're struggling. That's, that's rough. Jim so, Rivnack numbers. So, what's that mean? <laughs> Sharks shut out on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. It, yeah, it's it's one of those games I can already hear that fucking foghorn going off. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Joe Thornton from Patrick Marlowe. Uh, you guys got anything else uh, before we? No, I no. just. Uh, sure I'm, gonna, no. I'm gonna say I'm sure what you're already the two you've already thinking. I want to thank again uh, Erica Weston for coming on tonight, and of course for for doing our intro. Um, you know, people people love her. It's not just us. I know that um, a lot of people in St. Louis talk about how great of a job she does, and um, we love all the work she does. We love that she is basically part of our show now. So again, if you want to follow her on Twitter, Erica L. Weston, and of course you can watch her on Fox Sports Midwest. So again, Erica, if you hear this, thank you very much for coming on. We'd love to have you. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto, you provincial putz. <laughs> <laughs> that on that note, that'll wrap up episode forty-four of the Chris Pronger episode. I guess we should. Yeah. yeah. Before we close the show off, hashtag retire, retire 44. 44. Retire 44. Yep. Hashtag retire 44. You can buy that shirt over at the letsgoblues.com shop as well if you want to get a retire 44. Are we shirt. having any Christmas specials? I can make one. Yeah. Let's do one. You want to? Yeah, yeah, why not? For Christmas? Like, like for the, the week of like, next week? Yeah. Do it the, when you release the show. Okay. Uh, I'll do that. Yeah. 10% off. 10% off. 10% there you off. Go. <laughs> Congratulations, everybody. Sweet. We just decided this just now. Take about that was 10% organic. off there, Squirrely Dad. <laughs> that's a 10 ply coupon. You should, hey, that should be the name of the coupon. 10 ply? Squirrely Dan, 10 ply. Oh, the coupon code is 10 ply. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Be on the lookout, folks. Sweet. Uh, that'll do it for the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Two-hour show tonight, boys. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it's probably looking at three hours now. Happy no. holidays, winter. No, no, yeah, no, we are three hours. Holy three shit! Hours. It yeah. is three hours. Is that even allowed? No, <laughs> I don't think so. What <laughs> the fuck happened? Heavy editing. Almost. Yeah, I think I'll just cut out the entire Erica Weston segment because <laughs> yeah, that just that, didn't that go that well. Was Nobody cares about that. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Did I mention we were the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast? <laughs> uh, Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube chat during the live show. We hope you guys had fun. We certainly did. Uh, for <laughs> Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Erica Weston. Let's go Blues. We love you, Erica. Good Lord. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? 
just begun. They're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.